Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, this is not a test. Now, this is important. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Are you like me now? And I'm all out of bubblegum. You guys are off to a great start, don't you think? Remain silent. Pay attention. You will see how genius creates a legend. I'm not able to express all my gratitude. What a smoothie. It's definitely a smoothie. The dude abides. All will be settled as we go. He can really cook, can he? A win will go on your permanent record. That is so awesome. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just trying to pay you a compliment. I have you to thank for it. Man, it's the same bullshit they tried to pull in my day. You have to use so many cuss words. Oh, it's, it's popular stuff. Bullshit, bullshit. Don't say that! What the fuck are you talking about? Bullshit. Hey, asshole, aren't you supposed to be consoling me? Say something, goddammit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. You promised me the drive. Not the win. I still thought you were going to save my life. Even after that. If you have a milkshake... about desert wraps are all up i drink it up it's good knowing he's out there at least i won't be unoriginal i don't know about you but i take comfort in that and what do you want hey you guys wouldn't be able to tell us who actually killed kennedy would you yeah in washington white house white house sure i think we can uh, take care of some of that is this true that and to the left so this has gotten some attention recently. Is this true? Back and to the left. What a tick. They can't believe it! Oh my god, I don't believe it! I've seen what you do to your enemies. So what happens then? Just tend to win everything, call it. I have questions. Questions come later. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Now you have a great chance here. Bear in mind, you can lose it all if you're not careful. They'll do it. So what's the verdict? Well done. Is there any ceremony or anything? You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. And that was the year that was for the BFE 2023. How do you cut them all together and make that? This was harder this year. Man, I got to the bit where it was like, I had a lot of clips that I've done for the intros for the whole year. I put them all on a timeline, and then you put them into two camps. Which ones are good? Which ones are bad? Which ones are besties? Which ones are resties? And then you go, where's the commonality? Where's the theme? Where where can you place these things to create mini narratives? And I looked at my list of, sort of when I got done at the end, I'm like, okay, I got two piles. And I'm just like... I don't know how I'm going to do this this year. <laughs> you did very well. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the raw materials weren't as, like, some years. The first year I ever did it, it was all these time travel references. I yeah. was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, th- this year was tough. But, yeah, I managed to find, when I found all the swearing, I'm like, hey, I can do something with that. <laughs> I can totally do something with that. Brilliant. So, yeah, some of them, then, the, unfortunately, you, you, you manipulate them, you're going to get louder, they start to go all warpy. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to try and get all, a fair amount of what we did this year, either in one of those two camps. So, uh, welcome, everybody, to, uh, a format we don't usually use for branding that much, a real roundtable, but we're doing it today as far as our, our besties go. Yeah. To try and, uh, we're going to talk about the best that was on the pod in uh, 2023. So uh, if you look on the show notes, you'll have a list of the awards that we've uh, sort of put out there, as well as the, are we only now realizing we can't get the mics to reach both of your faces at the same time? 
<laughs> I'm leaning. Liam's the one that's causing the can problem. We, can we move it forward and then a bit over? I've moved mine. It's in a good Megan's position. There we go. Is yours, is yours in a comfortable position, Liam? Well, I'll, I'll do. How are, that, how are we? Are we all right? Not good, but I'll do. That'll do. We'll <laughs> fix do. it afterwards. It's the whole reason I went, let's all sit around the table, look at the microphones. I thought, <laughs> this will fix any problems. Well, I didn't see the arms connecting with each other. I just thought... Well, they got to be... It's a problem. I don't know until I have two... I couldn't sit in both places at once and try and move them. No, so I, cool. I, I You I couldn't invest. be everywhere all at once. I could not. And we'll see no. if that's a theme this year. So we've got something like 30 awards to go through. We're joined by some of our Patreon back. We're going to be jumping more in as we go along. We have had uh, feedback already uh, from George's end. Um, uh, she's just looking at me with a look of... Uh, <laughs> Don't throw to She's me. given up. Do not throw to me. Uh, she's got the Patreon picks. Ethan's got our picks from last year. I've got some longer-term history picks here. What will happen is I will present a category. Let me come up with a totally made-up category. Best cinema food. And we will go around the table saying what we thought our best cinema food was. Uh, all our votes count as... A vote. Skills, without a shadow of a doubt. Georgia has the Patreon vote. Now, the Patreon's going to work a lot like the Electoral College in the United States. Okay. Whereas whoever takes the majority of votes yep. in the Patreon, well, then that will be the Patreon vote. They will have one solid vote, equal to any of ours. Oh, okay. What what if I'm they have an even number of votes for a certain movie? Sorry? Well, I'm just saying, like... So if, despite that, we still end up with a tie. Yep. Either a six-way tie? Yep. Or... Liam, you pick not chosen. I picked hot dogs. They get three votes each. Yep. We will then look to individual votes from the Patreon to see if we have any individual votes that might go in our favor. Okay. So assuming the Patreon didn't vote for yours or mine originally, yep. if uh, Shy happened to go, I like burgers. Yep. Is that one of our choices? No, we said no. not chosen. So Shy wouldn't be. Herbert Hermes went, I like nachos. <laughs> that would be enough to push your nacho into the win. Okay. Thank you, Hermes. If for some reason we are still tied, then I forget how we did it. If it was just, I think it was just to the general Patreon in general, we did have to put up some. We will put on some yeah. tiebreaker polls on the Patreon page itself between the just, two winning. And then options. come back to it later, and then come back to it next week. Or yeah, maybe, like that. Maybe, maybe. If I am slightly quiet uh, to begin with, it's because I'm going through each one. But the way that Google Forms does this is that if any slight difference in the answer, like because people type them all in, don't they? So I've got like reading one. There's one that says hateful eight, but someone's put it with an eight, as in the number eight, and someone's put it written. So it hasn't it hasn't made it to so like it a, doesn't collate it. Collate it. So okay. I have to collate individually and even if someone puts a space and someone doesn't but it's spelt the same it doesn't collate are so you in a situation where you're able to list the names of people who have submitted lists right at the top so we can say thank I you am, yes. okay so we want to thank the following people for submitting ballots uh shy burger Freund, james Ooh. de guzman nate the great hermes cheesy dom um rob uh reverend bruce dwayne smith and richard Wow. Okay, that's pretty impressive. That's quite a lot. <laughs> I started stalking people when it was like three days or four days to go, and we had one. <laughs> no, and, and, and bless them, the only person there for because I didn't bother to look. So everybody got a duplicate, and thankfully, Shy was polite enough to go, hey, I think, I think I've already submitted mine. Did it go through? And I went, oh, yeah, I'm just oh, spamming the thread. Goodness. Let me check for you. <laughs> and there was, so we can ask uh, our, our guest to unmute and say, and say hello for a second, absolutely, as we get on with the festivities. So... Uh, should we start with uh, the man of the hour to unseen to be sour? What you see is what you get, but what you don't is better yet. I'm talking about our own secret agent, man, Hermes Oslander. How are you, buddy? Hey, Hermes. Hey, guys. What's going on? I had this fear of it because we can't see you. You'd gone off for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and much like happens with Georgia half the time, I was throwing to dead air. <laughs> I am not dead air. <laughs> 
Joy. I'm nice slightly to Georgia. Ill. Thanks, Tommy's Max. is always there. Oh, I'm ill. No, Shy and I have been having a nice conversation over here. Oh, oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> can, can you do that? I don't know. You can do that. Uh, I'm sure you could find a way. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, and then I think I always have ways. And then I think <laughs> of course, a first time live on the pod, I think, for uh, Mr. Senor Bruggerfreund. Is that correct? That's a mistake. No, oh, I'll, I'll yellow button that one. There's a mistake. <laughs> think I, may. I was. I, I, I was actually the last time I was on was also with Hermes. I was on the Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oh, oh that, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah. But I'm glad to be here. Hey, we're we're, we're definitely hey. glad, glad to have you. And uh, it's a little bit as last year's. I think one of them was a situation. It was a bit of a come and go party as things would go, as far as uh, where um, people would show up, people would go, and that's that's that, that's awesome. But we want to thank you for uh, for turning on the old uh, computer machine and joining the old podcast for yeah, our, and showing up at all. Great, our best stuff for us. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, let's let's I'm go. Uh, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. I have only a little bit of time, but uh, I wanted to join in. So, yeah. And we, and, and, and we definitely really appreciate, appreciate that, Shia. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, best screenplay. Best screenplay. Previously won by films such as Knives Out, but where did we go last year, Ethan? So, last year's winner was uh, thanks to myself and Liam, and that was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Great movie. With uh, Georgia choosing The Prestige. Uh, Ian choosing the wrestler and the Patreon choosing inglorious bastards. Yeah, I mean, you, any one of those could have won, and you'd be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like when you had three billboards, I pumped my fist, and then uh, whatever George's pick was, I went. I mean, the wrestler. I was like, oh, I remember sitting. I remember doing the episode. I don't think you were here for it, and I remember going, man, that is a well-written film. It's great, and the way it's not just the dialogue, but the way they contrast elements. And not only that, that was his comeback story, really, wasn't it? So, lots of great options this year. I've got it that, Megs, you're going to start us off here on Best Screenplay. Am I? You are. Oh, well, I've put Shakespeare <laughs> in love just because I love all the little references to all the Shakespeare dotted throughout. So, almost like nice. Easter eggs in a pre-Easter egg world. Yeah, um, no, no. I enjoyed that. I'll tell you what. That made my English literature brain go ding, ding, ding. So, I'm a shortlist. I'll say that much. Oh, there you go. So, there we go. Liam. I've gone for Goodwill Hunting because I thought Ben Affleck and uh, your mate, Matt Damon... <laughs> some some are calling him the greatest actor of our time greatest actor of our time uh yeah i went for that because i didn't really know that um when I, this came out that they wrote it um and that was a vehicle for them to uh springboard off of so you know i uh, credit to them that's a really really good movie uh ethan i chose there will be blood because every monologue every like moment throughout a lot of it is thanks to um like your two opposing leads but especially at the beginning with all of the like the biblical talk from um paul dano's character and then dan uh thank you uh daniel day lewis uh it's oh it's it's so good it's it's uh it's almost like hypnotic hearing it georgia I went for No Country for Old Ben. Ooh. Oh, my word. Maybe, yeah. Because I thought that was very well written. You've almost literally taken my entire shortlist. <laughs> uh, my vote, I went for a bunch of them, and I almost went, it was really hard. Uh, I ended up going with uh, a Reverend Bruce pick, actually. All the way to the start of the year, I ended up going with Up in the Air. 
Yeah, you do. That was my on my short list. Uh, I've, I've got my list here in brackets, and I've got Good Will Hunting, Up in the Air, Shakespeare in Love, No Country for Old Men. If I had to go with 50, then it'll be Bloods, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, we did a lot of well-written films this year. Absolutely. And the thing I think that worked out for me with this one is Up in the Air is a subtle film. There's not oil tankards blowing up. No one's becoming deaf. Mm-hmm. It's just a character study of really two to three main characters. That's it. And... Uh, the way it's able to manipulate me that when they open the door and you find out, spoiler alert, you know, an important person's been leading a life that's not been um, the way they've been presenting themselves. Yeah. I, I, I bought it. And when you have themes of loyalty as like your main theme, I was like, this is so cleverly done. But I could make the same speech with any of the movies we've done today. So right now, we sit in a, literally a five-way tie. We do. Georgia. Yep. Uh, we're looking for the Patreon vote on this one. The Patreon vote for best screenplay is Goodwill Hunting. Ooh. And did someone say Goodwill Hunting for theirs? I did. You that did. Liam, so yeah. that, that that's that's the win itself to Goodwill Hunting. Do we want to give a little bit of shine to uh, Shy and uh, and uh, Hermes, Hermes for for, what, for for what their picks have been on this? Um, Shy's pick was True Romance, Ooh. and Hermes' pick was Goodwill Hunting. Yay. Thank you, Hermes. Hermes, more often than not, in the voice. I'll tell you what, I, I'm willing to hear Shy defend true romance because that would not have made my short list in a million years. Tell me why you went for that. First of all, I love this film. I, I, it's, I think I actually voted for, for that episode as one of my favorite episodes just because I love this film so much. Second, because this is one of those films that just ignited uh, Tarantino's career. And I really appreciate I think. Uh, somebody mentioned, I forget who, like monologues. I think it was Ethan about There Will Be Blood, which is another favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. But the, the monologues, the, just the story, the fa- like how people talk and, and interact and just a lot of things in it were just really, really cool for me. And, and some of the ideas, just I just love them. So, um, you know, the, just, just a lot of things that to me is what a good script should be like. And to me, that's that's what the, the true romance is. Excellent. I'll never fight you on a Quentin Tarantino script. I won't. No, so, absolutely not. Um, yeah. And Hermes, congratulations. You, you, you chose the winner, so I'm not going to throw it <laughs> I saw something recently with Samuel L. Jackson, and he was defending him on color. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that, that I'd seen uh, the, the clip you sent. I've, I've seen that before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's the idea about how can Tarantino be racist if he writes separately with Samuel L. Jackson character. Typically, he's the smartest character in every film. Exactly, yeah. So, so therefore, the, the, what Samuel Jackson would propose is going, a man who does this cannot have racism in his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's take a look at uh, a, a very interesting one over the years. Uh, Liam, you'll be leading off on this one, actually. Cool. But it's going to be best special effects. I think we've typically win, hands down. We've typically leaned practical effects, funnily enough, in our votes. Previous years, we've gone the Muppet movie. Yep, yeah. brilliant. The 1979 Muppet movie. Terminator 2. Yeah. Ethan, how we do last year? Last year, we stood away from that because um, we had a winner with Avatar again. Oh, wow. To myself and Liam. Yeah. Heavily uh, on the practical the effects on that film. Yeah, very heavily. Yeah. Uh, Ian, you went with E.T. and Georgia went with The Muppets from 2011. I'm 100% right. I so should. They made, a, they made an alien with a kid fly in 1982. I oh, know. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, my word. That is pretty cool. James Cameron and his computers. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and take a look. Liam, you're first one to go. You, you already said you think your choice should win. So what was it? Eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. Oh, really? 
Yeah, that bit with the house with the sea coming in and everything, that was all practical, wasn't it? Yep. So, yeah, that was incredible. Um, just, again, I love practical effects. So when you know that things are done for, for real, it's pretty pretty amazing. There's a great context corner story for you, Megs. The idea of, the, you know, the actors at the place down the, the, the house because the, the, <laughs> the crew refused to do it because it wasn't safe. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's mental. That's a cool little moment. I didn't do that one. Oh, you're not. Oh, I was just, no. you were talking about like, you I know, know, I don't know what to do for that one. We'll, we'll, we'll see if you figure it out by the time we get there. Uh, I've convinced I had a great one. So uh, let's next go up to Ethan. I chose Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's kind of like a mix of both, but the, the scene where Scott Pilgrim kills Gideon and he explodes into the coins around him and every single way that they do, uh, <laughs> like the visual presentation for each fight, it makes it. Yeah. In, like they all look individualistic on each person or even just like the vegan police removing someone's like hair and how they show like the power <sighs> down level of that i i think it's it's very edgar wright but it's oh it's it's so visually uh distinct throughout the entire film uh georgia i went with carrie because that destruction scene is really impressive as is all the telekinesis um and i don't need to say much more i think it's really cool uh, me myself. I'm surprised no one else has gone here. Uh, I almost went Scott Pilgrim. Okay, I'm going Saving Private Ryan. I, yeah, that's true. The, oh. Just this—it's not so much just anything individually that comes across as good as maybe the moments you're talking about, Ethan, in uh, mm. that film, or the minute uh, Scott Pilgrim, or the minutes that you're talking about, and everything. Uh, sorry, in uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine, or as impressive as maybe what happened in Everything Everywhere All at Once, which almost yeah, got my vote. Yeah. yeah. It's the scope. It's how broad that, like, how many special effects, practical effects yeah. for how long. I, and it's that. I tossed with both of those. Yeah. And I went with that one instead. I knew they weren't going to get a big vote, so I went for the one without the big vote. No, but that, that, was, that was me and mine. But yeah, I know. Shortlist, I, yeah. Yeah, I did. That was on my shortlist. Thanks. Very much so. I went for, like, just thinking of special effects as in created special effects. So I went with everything, everywhere, all at once. Because you had like a, was it the Bagel of Destiny or something? Yeah, the Everything yeah, Bagel. Had, and all the weird stuff that was going on. I thought that was, that was the one, I think I had, I just recovered from COVID when I watched it. So I do still need to re-watch that. <laughs> 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 the groggy going, what? It was, what it's a bit surreal. But I remember just going, what's going on? You like surreal, The scene where she's turning people into fruit. Ah, see, like, yeah, so, so there's lots so of quick. effects. So I thought that has to get my vote for that one. All right, Georgia, the Patreon pick? Patreon pick for the best special effects was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Hey, we have a winner then. Hey, here we are. Well winner, done, winner, I would have been happy dinner. with Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I would have been happy with that too. Yeah, I, I'm reaching a point in my life where I am big on, on the back. But Scott, Scott Pilgrim is literally, I've got a list on my short list in the first one, SP. It was one of the first ones dumped in my head too. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was that. You said, that um, when you said Saving Private Ryan, the first thing that went into my brain was the scene where the guy picks his arm up. And I like I got sent <laughs> yeah? back to that moment and went, oh, I was wrong. Or the bit where they finally that. pull this guy, like, he's working on him, and they finally get him off the beach. Yeah. They pull him up with yeah. the bullet at that perfect time and oh. goes through. Like that, that's a special effect. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, but Georgia, uh, for Shine for uh, and for Hermes, that's going to become a co- increasingly more difficult question as I have. Oh, to okay. Keep scrolling. Let's just go ahead. I'll just throw this them. one. That's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> um, for this one, Shine was Lord of the Rings, um, and Can't Hermes with that. also nope. was Lord of the Rings. Wow. The hard part becomes, and this is the problem we have with Star Wars stuff as well, is things that we saw in movie one. I tend to go, okay, I can't really reward you for that in movie two because you're just doing what you did in movie one. Yeah. 
So I think mm. I was a bit more Lord of the Rings leaning in movie one than I was in movie two. Not that it doesn't have those same features, Agreed. but going, how often can you reward them for doing the same thing? Agreed. Yeah. So like John Williams, the Imperial March, I can really, in my opinion, only reward him for that for Empire Strikes Back, not for every other movie it's ever used in. <laughs> True. But that's just my that's just my theory. They both went Lord of the Rings, huh? They both went Lord of the Rings. But we had more than enough votes for Scott um, Pilgrim had more than two. Yeah. Okay. I nearly went uh, Phantom Menace because of like the complexity what? and like how plastic everything felt. No, no, <laughs> because because of like how significant the like the change for Jar Jar was. But there's no way I'm defending that. I can defend that against okay. any other film. Ethan, we're averaging ten minutes in a, uh, a category, which means we needed to pick up that pace a little bit. <laughs> I will throw to Shy and Hermes Steel. Do either of you feel aggrieved that Lord of the Rings did not win? No, nah, I could have gone either way. It didn't matter. Uh, Save Private Ryan's a good call. Uh, good, good shout. I Absolutely. hope. I hope Shy's sitting here going, "I'm so fucking mad." <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I can't go against Saving Private Ryan. It's 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 a movie that I love. I, I, I would stand Private for. Ryan didn't win, did it? No, it no. didn't. But they're they're just saying voice of the the voice of reason was the voice of reason uh, once again. Okay. Hey, that was very yeah, close I on could- my list. <laughs> No, it's okay. There really aren't too many wrong answers, unless we're talking about Frances McDermott and you guys overlooking the greatness that she is. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later on. I know. Hey, dude, I'm on your side. Now. <laughs> Let's do best costume design. Best costume design. Uh, an award previously won by uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. But, Ethan, how'd it go last year? So our winner last year was Black Panther, thanks to myself and the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Ian, you chose Back to the Future Part 3 because, you know, all the cowboys yeah. and variety. <laughs> Liam chose Murder on the Orient Express, which yes. I'm I'm going, oh, maybe that should have won. And George chose Thor Ragnarok. And yeah, that makes all the, the, the difference it's in the Norse and Sakaar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a look. Ethan, you're actually starting us off this time. I want everything everywhere all at once because the amount of costumes that each character has to have for all the different realities, they all look so well done, even even the sausage fingers, but they're all they all have like very visually appealing looks. No, and it's important to make sure you can identify I forget the characters' names, but if I say oh, what was the lead name? What was the actress of the who was the lead Michelle in that? Michelle Yeoh. You know, Michelle Yeoh yeah. and each of her different um, You know it's her. You need to know which yeah. universe yeah. she's in. Yeah. Partially based on the setting, but more importantly probably Based on hair, makeup, and costume. Yeah, much yeah. swearing. Yeah. So no, good, good shout there, Ethan. Uh, Georgia, I went with Shakespeare in Love because I like anything that's a period piece, and I thought those costumes were really well done. Okay, Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. My vote went. My vote went to Shakespeare in Love. Okay, that's why. <laughs> um, I love. I do love a period piece. It just helps. And and you need to buy and you need to immerse yourself into the world. And uh, as opposed to many universes, how do I immerse myself just fully into this one universe and tell the difference between who has money and who doesn't have money and who has rank and who has power and all these things. And then you have some of those costumes are just, you know, uh, Viola de, de Lesseps as Juliet in her Viola de Lesseps sort of, it, it's, it's, it's an iconic look. So uh, my, my vote went to Shakespeare in love. Uh, that would take us to Meg's. Guess what? My vote also went to Shakespeare in Yay. love. Oh, wow. okay. Because of all the Elizabethan period costumes, which were very pretty to look Can at. Can you tell we're a bunch of actors at heart? Uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Especially with two girls. I just want to wear big fancy dresses. And that is the, the good thing about doing drama stuff. <laughs> yeah. You get to wear nice dresses. Yeah. I've just been wearing a very sparkly blue dress all week, and that was quite fun. For Panto. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no, oh, no you didn't. <laughs> I tried on a tail today for Little Mermaid and it made me very mm. happy. Liam? Well, going against all you lot, I went for Shakespeare in Love because <laughs> really? I really... I do, I do love wow. period drama, I do, yeah. So and that, I thought they were... Um, you've got me into Shakespeare. Right. Um, you used to be hardcore against it. Oh, so hardcore yeah. against it. I kind of still am a little bit, unless you guide me in the right way. Yeah, it's fine. My understanding of Shakespeare is not very good. I can be your shaman of Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But when you sat me down that time and you said to me, what does that mean? I had no idea. And I was so dismissive. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And you explained every single moment of every single bit what was going on. My character, what was in the scene, what was required from me, what was going on around me. You described everything. And once you did that, I was like, wow, I see a different world. And to bring this back around to the category, I mean, I think the problem with Shakespeare is too often we make kids just read scripts and we yeah. go, this is a play. Yeah. We should see things. We should see how it looks. And costume always. is part of characterization. That would help you understand things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who's this guy? Always the guy in the red shirt. As simple as that goes, okay, now I know which one he is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, Patreon vote, Georgia. Um, it was a tie between Hateful Eight and Shakespeare in Love. Oh, wow. So, Ooh, so a favorite. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I figured out a way to keep, keep doing Hermes oh, and Shy. Oh, okay, great. So uh, what do we have for uh, Hermes and Shy? Uh, Shy was Lord of the Rings, mm. and Hermes Good. was John Wick. Uh, Shy, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm just going to hit copy and paste on the whole. Once you see it, the, the hard part with the costumes is going, who's really new inserted in the movie, too, for yeah. me? So Lord of the Rings might not have gotten the fairest of shakes for me because I'm sitting here going... I did what you did. Yeah, I've seen it before. Like, yeah, yeah. where do you... I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the costumes are strong, without question. Very, very strong. Yeah. So identify each character, don't they? they Especially, use. who's the old guy who, like, is, like, you know, a zombie king for the first half and then finally comes to and the demon's thrown out of him? Oh, yeah. 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 Sarah. When Sarah, when Sarah was thrown out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a bit of a weird one there, but there. And then, uh, uh, Hermes, you got to talk me through John Wick. So I also had a similar uh, train of thought for period pieces, but then I came to the conclusion that, well, if it's a period piece, you kind of have historical references to draw on. And so are you really creating that much? Is there that much creativity in the costume design where something that's like John Wick, you kind of have more liberty to create something that's obviously not mostly a real world thing but it makes you immersed in it it pulls you in through the costumes and everything so it's very believable that they're you know chic and have that upscale hotel and everything i don't know it was very believable and that's where my logic went with it i'd be very curious because i've only seen it the one time and sometimes that lack of familiarity can hurt in situations like this because the ones i've seen multiple times i go i know all these i remember these these, these costumes mm-hmm. uh, i'd be very curious to go back and look at the sequences in the hotel in the special murderer's hotel or hitman hotel. Well, the thing is, when you'd think of a suit before, you'd always think of Bond, wouldn't you? Where now you tend to think of John Wick in a black suit rather than just Bond. Be- better than Slappy McHappy, that's for sure. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I still hate that guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, buddy. Uh, very closely, right there, right there with costume, we typically have uh, art direction, art direction. Um, I do remember Ellie famously failing on her first resties, Star Wars, for costumes and art direction and going, I don't even know how you justify this. Mm. And I'm spitting my gum out. But for best, best, previously, we have had um, Moulin Rouge is the one that we've had previously that I can see as a winner. Ethan, how'd last year go? Uh, last year, we had a winner of Pan's Labyrinth with a vote from Georgia and myself. We had Liam with Batman 89 yeah. and Ian with Inglorious Bastards and a tie for the Patreon between Batman 89 and Blade Runner. 
So did we just call it a tie in the end? Was that how it worked? or I just went to Pan's Labyrinth. Sorry, if I was... I yeah. Yeah, at that point, it was like a half point oh, okay. if it was a Patreon thing. So Pan got the win last year. We've yeah. evolved. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that the same as best set design? Yeah, I've got set design. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. So I've called it what the I've changed the name this year. Uh, oh. I'm calling it what the Oscars call, so which is art direction, but set design, yes. Yeah. So oh, okay, it cool. also includes props. That's the only reason why I've said art direction. Oh, so, okay. Okay, so yeah. props now count. When I voted, I had sort of set in my head. Set's going to be ninety five percent of what's going to okay. carry it anyway. So okay, cool. I'm yeah. not sitting here going for me. It was this key prop. No, it's just me going. The Oscars calls it this. I'm going to call it this. Yep. No worries. Cool. Um, so let's start with. I've got in my list here that it is George's first. Up. Um, for best set design, I put Man in the Iron Mask because I really appreciated all of the castle stuff. Probably similar to the costume choices, really, isn't it? But they made it, they did it with a set, and I really liked it. Okay. And also that mask, I guess, is it is it costume? Is it prop? Because I mean, he's wearing it, yeah, so a bit of both. But yeah, that's what I choose. Uh, similar to all the big castly sort of stuff, I'm going to stay in Elizabethan England and say Shakespeare in Love. I thought, uh, I mean, they built a flipping theater from scratch. Incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they yeah. built the rows. Yeah. And, that, and that's just a starting point. Now, all the rest of the, you know, Greenwich and, and, and the Delesseps house and that wonderful drive and all these things. Amazing. And, and going, doesn't it look kind of similar to the Romeo and Juliet things you, yeah, it, yeah. It, oh, it helps with the storytelling so much. That was my vote. It does. Max, uh, hang on, is it Max after Ian is Max? Yes. Hello. I also went Shakespeare in Love because of all the, the sets, the theatre sets. And I'm I'm still sure that when I went to the Globe Theatre, it did look like the end theatre that they filmed it as well. So it was nice that they had that there. And I thought she had an awesome wig. It did make her look like a boy, if that's counting as a prop. It's not that's more, that's more costume. It's costume, more costume. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was. I think it was well up. rewarded for costume already. So, yeah. wow, well, there you go. There you go. It's so. kind of a prop costume hybrid. Thanks, Hermes. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say bless or something like that? Yeah, he said yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam, I went in a different direction, and I went for the hateful eight because mm. the shed that they end up in <sighs> is a very good play. It could be a play, couldn't it? Uh, 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 yeah, we have. And, yeah, and there's different levels. There's different parts where the, the kitchen side is. There's the bit beneath where Channing Staten, uh, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum, that's the guy he comes up from. And the door, the front door is a big part of the set, you know. So, yeah, that was all in one encapsulated bit. And I just thought, that is a impressive set. Okay, and uh, then we're going to go to uh, Ethan. Uh, we have a tie currently, because I also went with the hate flight for oh, wow. the exact same reasons that Liam went. I oh. feel so... The way it's shot, like it is, it's like a play, but it's also so claustrophobic at points, but you can feel every distinct... I think it's probably also thanks to the cinematography, but each uh, area... No, it's, it's got space. Distinct, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. space, but also like every like section for each character you can feel that it's that's where it's being lived and like sort of secluded and who's who's in a faction there i think yeah. oh, it's beautiful yeah it's got identity and territory and all these things are in play within this one mm. so as opposed to mine which had lots of sprawling stuff and i almost went saving private ryan because it had lots of sprawling stuff mm-hmm. you've got one singular location <laughs> for the most part once we're introduced to it so we hang back on, on act one but act two here it is but what a space. Great space. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to see that as a play, though. I'd go and watch that on stage. I would totally go see that as a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not sure Mr. Tarantino's going to give the rights to that. So <laughs> no. we'd, we'd have to be like a local group that just puts on stuff. 
they want to put on and doesn't really care about the ramifications. <laughs> I won't name them, but there is a group locally who does that. There is. Uh, Georgia. Uh, this is you. Asked, you've asked me already. How, oh, were you the first one? Design? Yeah, I was uh, first. Oh, sorry about that. Patreon. Okay. So we currently have a 2 2 1 split. Uh, where does the Patreon sit? Um, that sits at Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. All right, so there we go. Question Was Hermes either of the Lord of the Rings, Two Towers votes? No. Out of care, what was Hermes' vote? Because he's going to have a very important feature in a second here. Hermes' vote was Hail Caesar. Okay. Hermes, I'm going to tag you back in. You cannot vote for Hail Caesar, but you can vote for Shakespeare. Oh, I don't know how this is going to go. Shakespeare in Love or The Hateful Eight as our tiebreak. If you feel that you are have capacity to do so. Hateful Eight all the way there for the go. same reasons I voted for uh, Hail Caesar. Good lad. Also, there was a vote in the Patreon from Dwayne Smith for the Hateful Eight, but there was no votes for Shakespeare in Love, okay. which would be the tiebreaker. Oh, that would have been the first level. You're yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, there we go. Right. It's the same so, either way. Hateful Eight works. Hateful Eight. We have an asterisk. Thank you. Thank you, Hermes. It's, it's so weird. It's, it's, I do like it when they don't double up costume and set design, because they often do go to the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's good that it's not going the same way. Uh, I'll announce right. I don't have any clips as I usually pro- previously would, uh, mainly because I went home for Christmas and didn't have the free time yeah, that I usually do. Yeah, yeah, forgive them. We'll do that for the resties. I've got clips harvested, and uh, we'll we'll do some of those sort of self-aggrandizing things in the resty side of it. So Fantastic. there we are. Uh, let's move on to best cinematography. Best cinematography. I've gotten my notes that I should be leading, and I don't have a. Uh, oh yes, I do have a finish. Here we go. I thought I did, but now I do. Very hard. I found this one this year. I did. Um, I had idle shortlist that went to five, and then really couldn't decide between two, and only decided to, uh, yesterday or today the final one. My vote for best cinematography goes Ooh, to. What about last year? Oh, last year. Thank you. Go. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, so last year we had a four-way tie uh, between Whiplash, Top Gun, Blade Runner, and Inglorious Bastards, and then. The patron deciding vote was also a tie between Whiplash and Inglorious Bastards, so I think we put that to a public Twitter vote, and Inglorious Bastards won that in the end. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And cinematography tends to do this because more, more the bad ones you remember that, but the good ones tends to go a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. I went for uh, there will be blood for, for for mine, and I thought so much of a story between um, Daniel Day-Lewis's character, whose name escapes me at this moment, and Eli. Daniel Plainview. Daniel Plainview, thank you. And Eli was told through the cinematography, because they were two characters who were often presenting themselves in, in duplicitous ways, mm-hmm. and the camera was being, done, was being used to either show you the conflict or what their true intentions were. And I thought that was a really, really strong uh, use of camera work. It just ever so slightly beat out everything everywhere all at once in my... Um, little vote thing here. So there we go. Megs. No one else is going to think of this one, but this is one of the first films I did and I really enjoyed the opening sequence. So I'm going Jay versus the volcano. The bit where they're all trudging to work and you've got the zigzags and I just really enjoyed the way that was shot. And I think because it was one of my early ones, I was like really looking deeply into the meaning of everything and he steps on the daisy. What, you've been, and... you've been mailing it in since then, is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so no, that's just one that stuck for me. No one else will probably agree No, Joe that, shot well. Joe shot well. I won't, I won't disagree with you on that. I just liked all the little the symbols and that they say when they're they're sort of trudging to work and 
Like that surreal. And, yeah, 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 very. If you see it on the surface level, it's not. But if you look at it yeah, kind of yeah, beyond yeah. it, it's a very surreal movie. The cinematography helps with that. It is moon. And yeah. I enjoyed how it was shot. So that's, yeah. that stuck out to me. Uh, Liam? I went for Saving Private Ryan because yeah, on a grand that. scale, that was a very impressively shot. So, yeah, I, 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 that's my first watch, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm a short list, and I think the idea being, okay, we talk about the size and the scale of things. Mm. Now you get one camera to show that through. Yeah. Now you might show it through a camera, show you a wide shot, show it, but still, one perspective. Yeah. How are you going to do that in a way that purposely disorients, but also helps you realize oh, what's going on? And when you think, when they came off that boat, that camera followed them through the water, through the beach of all the different characters. No, you're right. It was incredible. That's a great choice. Uh, let's go with Ethan. Uh, I chose Glass Onion because the way they show the scope of the island and then the claustrophobic nature of when they go back to Manhattan in the flashbacks and then like the way the camera moves about different portions of the building and to show and reveal things. Oh, I, I thought it was great. I, uh, I, it's the same with what I said about like most Ryan Johnson films. I think I said the same when we did Knives Out. I was literally about to say it wouldn't be a besties episode if Ethan wasn't stumping for some uh, Ryan Johnson piece. <laughs> uh, Georgia. Um, I went with everything everywhere all at once because I think it's really cleverly done. No, it's, it's, it was it was my next one. Like literally, it was a choose between these two. It is clever. It's very well done. Um, mm. That's one with the two rocks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah amongst other things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> amongst lots of other things. <laughs> yeah, it's the kinetic nature of everything everywhere. All yeah, at once. yeah, so very yeah. fluid. Where did the Patreon vote go? Uh, the Patreon was a tie between There Will Be Blood and Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I just got to win. <laughs> half point for each that yeah. makes mine at one and a half wow yeah you did wow uh where did hermes go out of curiosity hermes went for saving private ryan oh, oh i can't i can't if saving private ryan would have won <laughs> no complaints like none we're on the same wavelength dude <laughs> and we always are Liam. we are that's true until you're really really not until you're really really not <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. until yeah. he turns on a film <laughs> with <Whiplash. laughs> <laughs> and it threatens his very foundation of reality. Yeah. <laughs> Whiplash has still scarred me. Um, best context corner highlight. Funnily enough, I'm supposed to pitch to Megan to this. Wait, think, do you have anything in the end? Or? No, I didn't know okay. what this meant. That's fine. Previous winners included, I know the one year we we agreed that you and McGregor actually wanted to try heroin as a, <laughs> oh, uh, as a bit of like method acting training for train spotting. We went, nope, too far. That And that was the thing we remembered as being the craziest thing we heard. Mm-hmm. Ethan, what was last year? Uh, last year's winner was uh, from me and then a vote on uh, Patreon, I think. Uh, which was they made the girl think the E.T. was real. Uh, Ian had they... By the girl, he means Drew Barrymore, just for the record. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I could remember the name. Uh, Ian's, which I'm now thinking should have won, was they had to use a Vinnie Jones lookalike because the real woman was in jail for, I think it was Snatch. <laughs> it's, or... it's the scene where he approaches the window in Snatch and you only get the reflection yeah. of him. Yeah. And you can only use the reflection because it ain't Vinnie Jones. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, Liam's was Bill Murray getting his lip ripped by Carol Kane in Scrooge. That's funny. And yeah. George's was Singing in the Rain... The songs in Singing in the Rain were the old songs that they used. Yeah, it was just, it was songs that were just... Kicking about. Kick about. Make, yeah. some, make, yeah. make something yeah. out of that. It's, it's like you go to the Jumble set and go, what songs you got in here? And you make one of the all-time classic <laughs> movies with it. Incredible, isn't it? Um, should I skip you and see if you want to jump in on somebody else's? Uh, maybe. Well, do you have anything? No. Then I'll skip you. <laughs> Liam. 
Okay, I kind of have two, but the reason I've had two is because the one I wanted to pick, I couldn't think of the other film that stopped filming because of it. Oh, I know what I, you mean. I know what it is. So yeah. If you start, I can, I can help you. Okay, so mm. I'm thinking there will be blood. And no country for all men. And no country. Oh, I put that! I put that! <laughs> oh my God, I put that. Yes. So there was two movies going on at once. And the, one of them was ruining the shot for the other one. The fire when the oil derrick goes yeah, up yeah, and then yeah, it'll be blood yeah, yeah. forces No Country for All Men to shut down. Yeah. Because they're both filming on the same, same like yeah. patch of land in Montana that or wherever else. crazy. Yeah. You know? And I put them both in question marks. I put No Country for All Men and There Will Be Blood. Well, Can't really remember. And we just happened to cover both of them this year, so it's <laughs> yeah, a crazy fact. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm going for. Because that's, yeah. that's the first one that came to me. But then I went for another one in case I weren't, couldn't think of the other movie. All right. Georgia. Uh, mine is the same fact as Liam's. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay. I think I skipped Ethan. Ethan. Mine was the same fact as Liam and Georgia. All right. Uh, so we clearly have a winner, but I'm going to pitch mine. And yours is an excellent choice. Mine is that Dame Judi Dench was given a theater to go home with at the end of the movie. That yeah. was cool. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's a pretty wild fact. Here, she liked it so much, we gave her a theater. That's nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, there we yeah. go. Uh, Meg, do you want to jump in on one of these, or? I'll agree with the fire. Okay, the fire one. Let's get the fire started. Somebody mm. call 911. Uh, <laughs> Georgia? Uh, the Patreon had two votes for There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men shooting next to each other. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, also, the, the Hermes wasn't one of those votes, but Hermes' vote, I don't understand. It just says, oh, that thing, you know, with that thing in that place. Oh, you know. That's Hermes saying you can't think of one. No, I was definitely thinking of No Country for Old Men. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, sure you are. Yeah. That place, yeah. The thing with the place, yeah, yeah, yeah. The place, the stuff. Yeah, absolutely. With that movie and that yeah. other movie. Oh, the that guy. one. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, this one, Liam, you'll be starting us off with, and this is Best Duo. Now, Best Duo can be romantic. Best Duo can be friends. Best Duo can be a hero and a villain who are often together. Um, for instance, uh, the, the first year I really remember we did it, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Zeus and John uh, McClane. Yeah, brilliant. That was our original Best Duo. But who was it last year, Ethan? Uh, the winner last year was Doc and Marty in Back to the Future yeah, from a vote from yeah. Georgia and the <laughs> Patreon. Uh, Liam went with Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yeah. I went with Sol and Vinny from Snatch. And Ian went with Denzel and Gene Hackman from Crimson Tide. Oh, that's a good pick. Actually. Yeah, it was a good pick. Uh, yeah, so prove it. We had friends, we had, we had lovers, and we had enemies. So yeah, you can yeah. go either way with it. Liam, you're first up. Which way did you go with us? So I think young Anakin and Jar Jar should get no. <laughs> it's, it's, first off, we established it was it was it was Kai Gon and, and, and Anakin. Oh, no, okay. So Kai Gon and Jar Jar. Jar, Jar went on an adventure. Went on an adventure, there, buddy. I, I read the story. Yeah, I went for Christian Bale and Matt Damon in Le Mans '66. I thought their uh, friendship, uh, being told as a true story between them, Ken Miles and uh, Carol Shelby. I thought was astounding. I thought um, you saw the hate uh, and the passion, uh, but the camaraderie and the love for each other. So, yeah, that, that was the... I love that film. Uh, let's go with Ethan. I went with Daniel and Eli in They Will Be Blood because <clears throat> everything builds up from that one moment they meet to the final moment. Oh, it's good. It's so good. And I'm going to keep praising it later anyway, so I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Tipping his hand a bit, isn't he? He is, isn't he? 
Georgia. I went with Rocket and Groot because I think they're great. Sorry, I am, I'm, I am Groot. I'm just keeping to the runtime. That's that's fine. Uh, the first that jumped out of my head was Ford versus Ferrari, Le Mans '66. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol Shelby and Ken Miles. Ken Miles, yep. But I went through each film. I, for, for every award I went, this, this, that, and then I just couldn't. I couldn't get past this. Daniel and Eli, that Obi Blood, such a point counterpoint, and going, they're the same, but they're different, and they hate each other because of how similar they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a power, and there's two, two great actors, and Paul Dano has to bring it because that's Daniel Day Lewis. You got across, and he, he's he a kid. Does, yeah. He's a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I had about about four in my short list, but this ended up uh, being my, my win. So yeah, that'll be blood. Mm-hmm. Megs. I went for Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in multiple films. That's because they have uh, some good chemistry. We did the trilogy this year, so we're kind of leaving. Meg Ryan is very cool. Team Meg, absolutely, especially the last movie. Yeah, I don't know why that didn't see much more love. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean, download them or was? Yeah, don't know. Just didn't. Oh, it's great. I can't tell people they're wrong for not downloading it. No, I know. I know. It was Christmas busy time. It's 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 hard. It's weird. Yeah, you want people to like the things you like. That's just a natural thing. Of course, of course. And if it doesn't go that way, you're doing. We, yeah, yeah. So uh, we will we will stop our our plans hey. for, for 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 an all Meg Ryan spinoff podcast. I'm not one for getting grumpy if people don't like my movies. Oh, not at all. Not at all. I'm not at all. I mean, I'm very here's some fo- here's some footage it. from Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've also got some footage from Greece. Bullet Clyde. Let's go with. Uh, um, oh, who has anybody not answered yet? No, oh, the Patreon. Patreon, Georgia. Uh, the <laughs> Patreon was a tie between uh, Clarence and Alabama, True Romance, and Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. So that's one and a half for Tom Hanks. The, for Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, but it's yeah. two for There'll Be Blood. Hermes just put the wedding singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said you couldn't be ironic in your choices? That's what's happening here. <laughs> dude, try to troll me. That's oh. next week, dude. Oh, brilliant. That's next week. <laughs> Make my eye twitch. I'm so glad you're on here. Make, make, make my eye twitch. Oh. Sad to see Shy gone, though. He yeah. yeah. He had a certain amount yeah. of Shy yeah, only had a, window, a limited window. So we appreciate Shy for showing up. Absolutely. And, uh, and throwing his two cents in. Um, let's go then to a best villain. Best villain. This usually, more often than not, actually finds some commonality. Um, previ- <laughs> previously, um, the Joker from from The Dark Knight, which which I did not vote for. I do remember this. Mm. I voted for Commodus that year. No, I yeah. think I voted for him. Voted. Everybody but me voted yeah. for him. I was yeah, going yeah, through yeah. some of the old besties over uh, over one of my flights and just making lists. Uh, Ethan, how'd it go last year? So last year was a win. This one you did vote for and win was Christoph Waltz and Glorious Bastards, thanks to you and the Patreon. Uh, I went Palpatine in uh, Return of the Jedi. Liam went The Joker in Batman 89. Mm-hmm. And Georgia went Terrence Fletcher in Whiplash. Brilliant villain. Is he a villain was yes. the question I bet you I asked that day. <sighs> Don't know. Don't know. We should ask her. We should just, just talk about it. Whiplash uh, at some point. I'm still suffering. That's not. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm in therapy for that. Where are we going with this one? Ethan, you're first up. I went with Anton Chigurh from No Country. He his his presence, his performance, it's just oh, it's spine chilling. The 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 coin flip scene, or oh, evil. Georgia. Anton Chigurh. Is that is that it? 
Yeah. Uh, everyone else is going to say the same thing, let's be honest. Let's go around the table. I didn't see that film. <laughs> call it. <laughs> I'll call it. It's Anton Chigurh. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a horror villain in, in, a, in, a, in a cowboy movie. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. is this? And the calmness of that character. The calmness of it. And uh, like, um, like when he, when that guy comes out of the car and he walks up to me and goes, excuse me, can you just, you know... Hold still. Boom! And he's got such a clear set of principles, though. Yeah. Like, unshakable principles. Yeah. He will never compromise. Nope. No, so Anton that makes Sugar. Him, that makes him scary. Yeah, Anton Sugar. Max? Well, I didn't see that film, so I have not waited <laughs> for which, that person. Which, which Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan romantic <laughs> villain could this be? <laughs> I've gone for... Fox. Um, Fox books. A villain that I think was underused and should have been used a bit more... Um, but, but, but hang on, but this is your best, despite saying yeah, here's a criticism. Yeah, really cool. <laughs> he looks cool. I've gone with Darth Maul from the Phantom. Oh, okay, Wars. all right. He's yeah, yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, I know he's cool. He, he had like him... a double-ended yeah, yeah, yeah. lightsaber, of all things. <laughs> this is back to me and my whole, if you think a villain's good, <laughs> cool, or they're a good villain, I don't know. But No, no, he's definitely, he jumps off the screen at you, that's for sure. Yeah. He was the, the he was everything for the marketing for that film. He was, exactly. Yeah. He, he jumped out to me. Yeah. Uh, Liam, have you gone already? No. no. Um, I'm going to go against the grain here and say Anton Sugar. Sugar. So, yeah. <laughs> he was so cold and calculating. He was... What a villain. Yep. What's his name? Jar- Javier. Oh, Javier. he's brilliant. Javier Bardem. Oh. He's also the bad guy in Skyfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Which, which we still have to do, so there yeah. we go. Oh, yeah. And he's very good in it. Very good. Um, George, I know you sent me a screen cap already, but uh, do you want to go ahead and say how the Patreon vote went? I, say, I will just remind everybody that the pa- the Google form does not collate unless it is exact. Are you ready for this? One, two, three. Anton Sugar, no country. Javier Bardem, Anton Sugar. Anton Sugar, no country for old men. Anton Sugar, Anton Sugar. The aliens, they live. The two towers, <laughs> Javier Bardem, Sugar. Sugar. Well, all of the ten things that I got. Would that it were so simple. <laughs> I mean, but we'll find out. We'll probably hear a bit more of that in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, so that's the win for, um, you know, would, would you hold still, please? I know where the best villain award will be. It'll be placed at my feet. <laughs> and on sugar. Absolutely. All right. Um, we usually would do best animated film, but we only did one animated film, so I'm not giving Elemental the win by default. You have to you have to beat someone for it, so yeah, we're putting absolutely. on a hiatus for the year. Mm-hmm. And we did a little bit of a powwow before we got on the air and decided that we didn't have more than one musical this year. No. So, as a result, we're not doing those. Those would usually be awards, but not this year. Uh, let's jump on to best score. John Williams has won this award every year, yeah. either by himself fully or tied. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I believe he, did, he won for Star Wars, which he tied with Pirates of the Caribbean for. He did Jurassic Park, but last year, how'd it go, Ethan? John Williams also won last year with Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, thanks to Georgia and Liam. Uh, I chose Whiplash, and Ian chose E.T. Also by and John then there was a tie yeah. between. Yeah, then there was a tie between E.T. and Philosopher's Stone, so it was a John Williams off, but Harry Potter still wins. In the I end. remember Harry Potter winning, yeah. So, there we are. Still um, very good, both. Georgia, you are first up. I went with Robin Hood Men in Tights. It's got a brilliant score. And it sounds actually quite John Williams-esque, but it's not John Williams. That's, it didn't the, even enter my thought If you my listen to the process. opening titles for I that, can, it's yeah. really, really good. It's really well scored. It like has that, it makes bum, you, bum, it puts you in bum, the right headspace bum, bum, for the film. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. You know, I, I can hear it in my head, it's so you're good. not wrong. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I almost went 
There's a few short ones. I'm just going to quickly. Uh, I almost went Sleepless in Seattle. I thought that had a charming little score. Mm-hmm. I almost went Life is Beautiful because it had a haunting theme. But in the mm-hmm. end, I went with um, There Will Be Blood. Mainly mm. because when I was harvesting my clips, I found a clip of uh, of Ethan and I just gushing, pun not intended, with an oil movie, but gushing about how much the score was like an extra character in this movie. So I went, that sounds pretty dang. So I'm back and re-listening to some of the clips. I went, yep, that's the best score of the year. So my vote goes to There Will Be Blood. Megs. Oh, if I'd have known the back history, I wouldn't have gone for this. But I went for The Phantom Menace because um, the Jewel of the Fates, when they're having the big epic lightsaber battle, just because that is epic. <laughs> it's a really epic piece of music, so that got my vote. That's good. Mm. Uh, sticking with John Williams. Is it John Williams? I hope it's John Williams. Let's find out. I don't know. Raiders Lost Dark. Yeah, it's John Williams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I doubt myself then. Um, it's a classic, and whenever I hear it, it, it's very uplifting. It's very... A lot of John Williams' things are very... They, they build and crescendo, and, and this does that. Um, He's the king of the theme. Absolutely. We've said this before. Mm. Yeah. I'm more of a Hans Zimmer guy overall, but you always walk out humming what Williams does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's got that childlike quality to, to his music. It feels like it's an adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Ethan? I think John Williams went with this again, because I also went with Raiders of the Lost Ark. The indie theme is just, oh, it's so good, and even him and Marion's theme it's like almost like the the pre like the alpha of or beta of uh layer and hans theme like you've got those same strings oh it's lovely it's so good and that's the criticism of john williams as you go he kind of just all sounds the same (laughs) i mean you listen to like et superman uh a bunch of these 80s what you're like it's very hard to distinguish them sometimes they are but they always have them hooks that you know which is which though don't Mm. you well you know it's a big yeah you know if it's Superman you listen to, you know like, if it's E.T. you listening to, you know if it's Indie you listening to. Jurassic Park, yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park, exactly. They might I be test similar. That. I want to find some bits, clips from not from the main themes of them. Oh, that's different, though. Oh, that's, that's different, though. That's different. No, no, you can't, you can't expect someone to know what the third movement is. <laughs> of like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just literally not the main one. Like, but you, no when you hear the main themes, you know exactly what they are. I think that's the that's what he's going for. If you hear my song, you know what movie it is. That's the win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patreon. The Patreon went for Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Howard Shore Someone really loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think Shy really likes Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's um, a good film. Uh, out of curiosity, where did Hermes go with this? Hermes went Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Oh, there we go. Team Hermes. Team Hermes. But the hey, win, go- the win goes to John Williams. Someone I'm sure he'll be delighted to know we're not revoking his annual bestie. <laughs> Or, Doesn't he hold this one is of the most, he came uh, out of Oscars for? He's got a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, like I want to say it's like eighteen sounds too many, but <laughs> he's, got, he's got quite a few. Eight. Let's go, uh, best song, and uh, previously won by things such as that thing you do. Oh, it's a good song. You bought me that for Christmas. I did, uh, oh. Ethan. How we do last year? Uh, last year was life's a happy song with Georgia and the Patreon voting on that. Uh, Ian went with I Had the Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. I went with Here Comes the Men in Black. And Liam went with Danger Zone. Yeah. I would just like to point out Biologic about John Williams and his ability to write a theme. He should probably be winning this award and not the score award. Well, I'm curious to get people's (laughs) thoughts. Because when I went through my list, here was what I came up with. And it's not a traditional song, but it's it's not a score, but it's a piece of score. So here's my question. I want to give my best song award and want to get your opinions on this. Mm. 
I want to give it to Duel of the Fates from the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Is that a song oh. though? Or it's it's, score, it's, it's background it music. It's a piece up score, but it's a specific. It also says on here best song slash theme, and it is a theme. Oh, theme! Oh, theme. oh. Yeah, theme. that's what that's what I, I mean. Yeah, I took score to mean like song. background music. I'm, I took song to mean something with lyrics. And, I haven't got theme. Uh, that might have swayed me a little. Yeah, feel free to call an audible if you want, but yeah, no. okay. I'm going to go with Duel of the Fates. So that's my vote there. I'm very glad it says slash theme. Um, <laughs> Megs. I didn't have a slash theme. Me either. Um, I've gone for the Men in Tights song from uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. We're men. Manly men. We're men in tights. Tight, tights. tights. I thought that was a funny song. Okay. There you go. We are the men in tights. No, not that one. William. <laughs> I went for this because I have special memories of this song. I, one of my very first concerts I went to was Aerosmith. And oh, they played this song. I don't want to close my eyes. And do you know what? I was near the front, right? And the the power of the audience made me turn around to look and to see this sea of people using lighters back then <laughs> rather than phones. It just looks different when it's flame, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. You could hear a pin drop when he... Because that song was huge at the time. And when they sung that, wow. It was- Dude, every wedding I've went to in like the... In like the the the, the arts or whatever it is we yeah. call it, the 2000s, was that song. Oh, it's brilliant. Every wedding. So yeah, no. But, I, ironically, not written by them. No, it wasn't. Diane no, Warren. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yep. So there we are. Uh, after Liam, we've got Ethan. Uh, I went spice up your life. Racket <laughs> Spice World slash the giggle. Um, but part of me wants now to change it to Jewel of the Fates because that's a lot more iconic than um, Kate Stewart being slammed into a wall. So I'm going to go with Jewel of the Fates. Hey, there we are. Um. That was misleading though, because I said best yeah, song for me. I've given you a chance to. Yeah. Hey, 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 you can change it. You can change it. B, try running this. I'm I've not going to for that in best score, so I won't change my vote. Singular in piece. my defence, I, I was going to choose Spice Up Your Life simply for a Doctor Who joke anyway. What would um, Hermes have gone for? Well, can we get George? Can I have my vote first? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, George. But it's okay because my vote and the Patreon vote are the same as Jewel of the Fates. Oh, you went to all the fates as well. I went to all of the fates as well. Oh, okay, so I did the Patreon. I'm not arguing it. I'm just I, I, if I'd have thought themes, I will make I'd sure for next year. I have the, the I will have the word yeah, theme. I, I was thinking song, not theme. That. Yeah, it was nice running the podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hermes, did you pick Duel of the fates, dude? <laughs> I don't believe so. I think I had these switched as you, well in my head. Yeah, you've put on here, Hermes, you put Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, so I assume you mean Duel of the Fates, or if you just meant the like the th- or the theme main theme for that in general? I'm not no, sure. I think I meant Duel of the Fates, and I think I swapped them, because I thought Lord of the Rings is more themey, and that Duel of Fates is more song, was mm. more like the specific one. Yeah. So I think I swapped them, but whatever. Oh, cool. right. It wins either way. <laughs> once, <laughs> once we are done, I will update the internal version of this form. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> Ian just stuck his tongue out at Megs, which means he's really upset. He's trying not to be. I'll throw this to Felix as a job he can do. (laughs) Oh, he'll like that. All right. Best soundtrack, which I had to... Brackets. Collection of licensed music. Because there was the one year that everybody made a mistake and thought I was just asking for best musical for a second time. Uh, On that note, Moulin Rouge won it that year. Um, And uh, also Almost Famous has won it previously. I love that. But where did it go last year, Ethan? So we had almost a complete um, win with Dirty Dancing. Everyone yeah. except me chose that because I chose Austin Powers. 
No, baby, no. Dirty yes. dancing is better. A lot yeah. better. Um, Megs, you're first up on this one. Well, I was thinking of a collection of music and a film that has lots of music, so I went for Spice World. That, I mean, that technically it's a collection of licensed music, music I yeah. the Spice Girls, because we had a great time. We did, didn't that we? That was your first episode, wasn't it? It was my first episode, yeah, so was. I had to vote for Spice World. So yeah. I really enjoyed that day. That was good. It was, it was a great day. It was. You looked awesome. Thank you. So did you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you looked awesome as well. Well, I when picked you. Picked I picked up. you up. I'm yeah. sure you did look awesome in the car. There we go. There Thank you, go. you for picking us up. I'm sure you're pretty Thank glad you. to see the car, if nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Liam, um, oh, I tossed and turned over to you here. Um, it was difficult because if the other one wins, I I'm happy if it wins. But I went for Good Morning Vietnam because I love the the '60s music, and the the music was such a big part of the movie. Um, driving it forward, uh, A, because he was the disc jockey, uh, and B, they played a lot of Beach Boys, which you can't go wrong. And uh, yeah, good morning, Vietnam. There we go. Uh, we got Ethan. I also went with Spice World because it's, yes. it's such a fun little rom. <laughs> listen, listen, I know, I know, Ian's pulling a face, and I understand, but this is the only time in my life I will ever be positive about the movie Spice World. <laughs> In all honesty, I, uh, Spice World, good soundtrack. Good for you. What did Please I have to? Spice what World. did I have to write on this to make sure? I must have made a mistake with my wording again. <laughs> I got what you now? needed. Fun Probably. Oh, there we are. There they said are fun it. songs. Uh, Georgia. I mean, obviously, the actual winner this year is Guardians of the Galaxy. Surely. Oh, oh, I forgot about that film entirely. Can I change my answer, please? Yes, please do, because that is yeah, the correct yeah. answer in this situation. I have put here... Okay, well, mind it. I, played that <laughs> I have so put much. here, but if Guardians win, I'm good with that too. Interesting. <laughs> Team um, Georgia. Because my, vote, my vote's not Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. I thought it would be. No. you gone for Spice World. That's the right fish. My short yeah. list included uh, just one other film, which was... I didn't go for this, but I did think about Armageddon. Yeah. But what? how many Aerosmith songs do I want to count? Because a lot of that is Aerosmith. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So in the end, I went for... Liam went to the 60s. I went to the 70s. Uh, I went dazed and confused as my win for uh, yeah yeah come on and take a free you know like it, it, it made the spirit of it's you it's the highway it's a car it's teenage freedom all this stuff comes out to me in in dazed and confused and do you know why I didn't pick that why because not? I didn't do the episode and I've been trying to stay away from things that I didn't do the episode with we spoke about this off didn't speak about it yeah but yeah no so I kept with what I'd seen even though I have seen it before what did previously. You pick? Uh, good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I sat yeah. there and went, yeah, good pick. And even George's, I went, yeah, good pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, as it currently stands with, with Ethan's Benedict Arnold job he did on his own pick, um, <laughs> jump and ship, uh, I think we, before the Patreon vote gets read, I think we're we're a 2-1 lead for Guardians, but where does the Patreon vote go? Patreon would push it to Guardians. Anyway. Oh, what? okay, yeah. so there we are. So, and Hermes already confirmed he would have picked He did Guardians. pick Guardians, yeah. Yeah, he, we couldn't double There's dip a, him. So if he was both, no, yeah. no, no, I know, but, but no, no, but it doesn't matter. It's all because it's thanks to Ethan's uh, jumping ship. We we have a winner. How <laughs> in any day, and that is uh, come and get my love. It's a bop. I can't. I can't deny that. It is. So uh, let's take a look now as we move on to. 
Uh, best hair jerker. Best hair jerker. So the film that made you cry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So previously, winners such as The Theory of Everything. Oh, yeah. Four weddings and a funeral. The oh, funeral sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon okay. Callum. Simon Callum. Yeah. So, ironically, not in that scene because he's the one who dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, but where to go last year, Ethan? A unanimous <laughs> win for, for uh, About Time. Bill yeah. Nye, Donald Gleason. Yeah. Good movie. One last trip. First one up, Slim. I know you're not a big fan of her as an actor, but do you know what? When this came out and I saw this movie, um, the bit with Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck uh, both giving it their all because Bruce Willis has decided to stay behind on The Rock and blow it up. I was with them. The Rock was two years ago. We were I was... <laughs> the asteroid then. Okay. <laughs> but I was, I was with them and I, I, I was... I felt those tears. And uh, also in the music video, when you watch it, instead of Bruce Willis' face being on there, it's Steven Tyler's, which is her actual father. Mm. Which, you know, but yeah. Levels yeah. upon levels. Oh, yeah. Um, let's go to Ethan. Life is Beautiful destroyed me in a way that I cried with joy, with sadness, with j- just being distraught at certain scenes. And the... Uh, Goose stepping off to your own demise while still trying to keep your son smiling. Oh, it's it's powerful. Georgia. I went with Goodwill Hunting because it made me cry. I was up there. Yeah. Um, did not think I'd be going here today. <laughs> Spice World. I remember <laughs> t- different kind of tears. <laughs> I remember looking up from my keyboard, and I looked around, and I looked at Liam, and I looked at Megs, and we all had tears running down our faces for um, the end of uh, I don't know I'm, some audio interference. I need to <laughs> mute that channel for a minute there. Uh, um, no, I sat there, and I don't know what it was, but something about that relationship with harry and um yeah. and aj hit me in armageddon and i sat there and i was crying yeah so you know it does. he just pours his heart out, doesn't um he? yeah i don't know what it is it's this it's this sort of paternal relationship that i don't have but mm. really wanted to have and i i, I teach something about spectrum and called spectatorship which is we bring our own individual experiences into a movie with us and therefore yep. It pulls on strings that might be different for me than they are for you. And in this case, uh, something here just hit me in a magical spot. And so my my vote goes to Armageddon. A whole bunch of the movie is schlock, but that relationship feels real. It does feel very real. So that was my vote. Next. That was also my vote. Just (laughs) because I remember we were all sitting here going. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that. I think there was a bit where we we all crying to Armageddon. Is that really what's happening here? (laughs) We were. But then. That's the only one where I've kind of sat in a group to watch it with you all as well, I think, pretty much. So I don't know whether that's affected it emotionally that you're with other people and everyone's crying. But I usually say that I'm I'm distanced because I have to type. Mm. So emotionally, I don't feel like I usually invest. So it was it was a strange one for me. Yeah, so that yeah, that's got my vote because I did actually cry for that one. It's either that or Saving Private Ryan, but I've gone for this one just because okay. of that moment. Uh, is that everybody? Yes, it is. So uh, George of the Patreon. The Patreon went with Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I can't mean, I can't, can't say it's nah, epic. Same. Uh, was, was Hermes also on that call? Uh, no, Hermes was Good Morning Vietnam. Ooh. Talk me through that. Ooh. 
Was that the scene where it blows uh, up the cafe thing? Sorry, go on. No, it's actually no, it's actually the uh, scene where he has to suck up his uh, his own tears and his own pain and make everybody else laugh uh, in the oh. truck at the at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. a, it's a very I don't know, it's just a it's a real scene that you know I don't know it got me. Yeah, agreed. And that, and that echoes real life to him, doesn't it? Well, back to my comment about personal experiences. Do you think that hits you on a different level, Hermes, because of your own personal experience with the armed forces? I, I apologize for my audible side, because as you explain it, it's 100% accurate. It really is. When you when you bring, you know, your own life in and you relate and empathize in a certain way. Yeah, absolutely, Ian. Yeah. No, yeah, should, not yeah, hashtag yeah. Ian's not always right. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Um, let's go to a funniest movie, funniest movie. Um, previously, I'm going to do an audible sigh here, Hermes. Previous winners <laughs> include the Hitman's bodyguard. It was good. And Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan, how'd it go last year? Last year was a win for the gentleman with a vote from Georgia, a vote from myself. Uh, and <laughs> then funny. we had the patron choose snatch. Uh, Ian choose the Muppets, and Liam choose Austin Powers one. Yeah, that didn't so, make me giggle. I do you like Austin a, Powers? A big collection of different comedies. Maybe. And looking back on it, maybe I should have chose the Muppets, but the gentleman was very funny. The gentleman was funny again because um, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant is just—I mean that accent of his. He's tell me a, play a fucking, fucking game. <laughs> Let's play a fucking game with me. Where's the story part? I swear someone says, tell me a story. I said, tell me a story, but it's not the F-bomb there. You gotta, you're you you're basically just um, mutating two quotes into each other. Oh, brilliant. Oh, it's like when Liam says, you think I like this effing hair man, and it doesn't add, the F-bomb's not you actually in the quote. You think I like this fucking hair man? It's the word you hit the hardest that doesn't exist in the quote. I know, but that's the way I'll always say it. Um, Good old size, more I love him. Where are we at here? Funniest um, film. Funniest film. Uh, we're going to start with Ethan. I went with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's it's such a funny film. And I like when we were talking about it on the pod, I just kept chuckling at all the different gags. It's good. Sadly for me, though, I'm, I'm losing the funniness of Chevy Chase. I'm watching Community, and he's annoying the arse off me. He's supposed to. Yeah, he's not supposed to be funny. He's not supposed to be your favourite character, far from it. No, but I mean, that clumsy humour is what he's done most of his life, isn't it? Maybe it's a commentary on where we've we've changed to, because, yeah, he might be playing the same thing he's always played, but his his role in that is not to be... If you see a drum kit set up, you know damn well he's going to fall into it. You see, uh, I don't know... (laughs) Moving on to our uh, best. I'm just saying. Ethan's was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Georgia, where'd you go? Guardians of the Galaxy. Because it's a funny film. Which which was the remit of the that's category, the, the so that's good. The category, but also because I think a lot of the other funny films I say in quotation marks that we've done this year are not my kind of funny. Okay, so. mm. I'm going to go for one that I thought was really really funny, but not in that Austin Powers kind of way funny, but just a warm funny, which for me counts. I'm going to go with Shakespeare in Love. That's a good choice. Yeah, that's a nice. I choice. thought it was tremendous. Yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. great deal of jokes throughout. How? You know, how's it going to turn out? I don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah. And then they announced the, the, the uh, you know, the theaters are reopened. And yeah. he goes, oh, see, it's it worked out. It I might out. switch to that, actually. I might jump ship. Oh, okay. We'll so, see. We'll see. All right. Megs. I went with Shaun of the Dead 
Because I think it's just a funny way how they portray how everyone is dealing with the zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I should mention that the guy who played um, the roommate. Yeah. Well, not not roommate. Not not, not Pete. Not Not Ed. Sorry. Uh, Who's the the boyfriend? Peter Sarah Fenowitz. No, he's not a boyfriend. Who's the boyfriend of the other couple? Oh, yeah. Dave? David? I think so, yeah. Yes. David was my runner-up for best villain. I thought David was great because I hate that guy, <laughs> yeah. but I'm supposed to hate that yeah, guy. No, yeah. I, I enjoy Sean as as a villain. He's fantastic. He is, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, it's a funny movie. Okay, uh, Liam, I went down a different route. Uh, it's not funny as in ha ha, but as funny as in wow, what? Jeez, Spice World. The amount of cameos in this film <laughs> and meatloaf driving a bus. I mean, how much funnier can you get? I you like know? the bus bit where it goes, the little model. When it goes no, the, model, the model over it, fantastic. Yeah, that's funny. Really fantastic. Funny. That funny. is funny. You know. good, good idea. I didn't think of and that also, one. Not it's funny, it doesn't really appear on my ballot too and much. And also, <laughs> this, this week, you know, the, the, yeah. the non-PC songs that they sing <laughs> nowadays. Um, well, I have no issue with it. You know, it's just, it, it, just makes me, it just makes me chuckle about, you know, how they were such a big moving force force of nature of women's you know power girl power and all that and the to this film the amount of people that want to be in this movie <laughs> michael barrymore <laughs> you know incredible all these people that try to be in it you know what's that other guy uh, roger moore so yeah i thought it's just funny seeing all the cameos all right george i think it's time for you to um put up or shut up what, what, what have you decided to do um whichever one of those means i'm jumping ship to okay you're gonna jump ship to shakespeare love yeah. okay what are the patrons said uh, Patreon was a tie between Shaun of the Dead and the Big Lebowski. <coughs> Didn't like the Big Lebowski. <gasps> but the wind goes to Shakespeare in Love? Because yeah. that's the main... Georgia jumped. Georgia <sighs> jumped. Sorry. There's only half a vote with the uh, Patreon. There we are. Rigged. Almost. Hashtag rigged. <laughs> rigged. Hermes, you said the Big Lebowski. You didn't even say Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> there is something. There is something about Georgia having access to the votes and then going, can I jump ship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you should reduce her pointage if she jumps ship. What, to seven, put to 0.75? I'll make, okay, I'll still, make, I'll make an executive win. decision. I'll reduce Georgia's point to 0.51. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still wins. Still wins. 1.51 to 1.5. Shakespeare in love. How the n- numbers work out like that? I don't know. It's don't a mystery. Know how that worked. That's a mystery. Mm. <laughs> Shocker. You may show your pleasure now. <laughs> See, it's a funny movie. Uh, it is. I, I didn't find it that funny. <clears throat> That's just me, maybe. That's okay. I didn't find Spice World that funny. So, you no, know, different you, strokes, different folks. Bus was funny. Ethan, we got a couple that are just, uh, we got one that's just me and you anyway. Best Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Let's power uh, through last it. Last year, yeah, last year we won, where I won with Day of the Doctor because the Patreon shows that. You I did Waters of Mars, I'm sure. Oh, I just happened with Alex. Wrong year. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, this year, I'm choosing Wild Blue Yonder. It was my favorite of the three specials. Yeah, me too. It's the one that felt like, like a David Tennant episode. So, there we go. I saw yeah. the Christmas one. Don't say too much because I haven't seen it and I want to see it. I haven't seen any of those, but I saw the Christmas okay. one. I really want, I really want to see it. It was like a musical. <laughs> and I've been hiding away from it. I've been trying to get BBC iPlayer and I can't, but I'm still going to find out. Yep. Uh, when you're done, Ethan and I released an episode on it. It's, okay, cool. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, best series covered. Anybody who wants to jump in, I suppose can. Do you <clears> want to see the Patreon? Oh, the Patreon vote. Sorry, I I'm Dr. Who. for two and a vote for Giggle. Two would be the second one, so that would be Wild Blue Yonder. Yeah, Wild Blue Yonder. 
And the one for giggles, but the win, yeah, will be wildly under. Yeah. Thank you for that. Best series covered. We covered this year in various degrees. Doctor Who, uh, Loki Loki Season 2, Friends. Mm. Um, I don't know how to do that because I'm the only one who covered all three. (laughs) Well, the the Patreon voted. You can't really vote if you didn't do it, can you? Uh, well, you you weren't any of them, so I don't oh, see how. Yeah. I'll go. I uh, for what's worth, I th- well, let's let me in the Patreon vote. How about that? Mm-hmm. Is that the fairest way of doing it? Yeah. My vote goes to Doctor Who. Is the best thing that we we did this year because it actually felt like there was some new life in the series. So much so that I brought something back from the dead, and we'll continue on with it in the Shunigawa era. So that's my vote. How did the Patreon come out? Uh, Patreon three to two one with friends. All right. So yeah, the two votes went to Loki, so there was no votes for Doctor Who. Ethan, what did you choose between Loki and Doctor Who? Uh, I chose Doctor Who because I liked every episode we did of Doctor Who, and Loki disappointed me. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Doctor Who wins. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. We didn't do the same usual, like, was best Marvel off or things like that, so it's yeah, the best yeah, I come yeah. up with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there we are. Uh, we did do a best if it well, we did a best friends episode. George and I did a special one on the friends feed that did the best friends episode of that season we did. So go check that out. We're now up to best BFE moments. Um, so for instance, previously we all voted on George not liking Batman was a previous BFE <laughs> moment. What Why? was it? Huh? Why? Because, I don't like Batman. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, more, it's, it's more George's rant or perpetual hatred of Batman oh, okay. that was the funny moment. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it last year? <laughs> uh, last year was the whiplash argument. <laughs> thanks to myself and the Patreon, uh, Georgia chose the bullet episode description. Uh, sorry, Liam chose whiplash arguments. I chose is that the Peak District from Moon Knight? I'm sure that means something. Yeah, because Ian you thought it was the, calling thought, the World Cup. You yeah. thought it was the Peak District, and it was Germany. <laughs> yeah yeah and then yeah, yeah i said that you picked the world cup winner which i thought was a pretty cool moment but it didn't win yeah. memory serve something else did yeah it w- that was the whiplash argument okay uh, because of the patreon so there we go let's do best uh best bfe mo- moment georgia i put what did i put sorry i'm balancing things yeah i must suck to be doing more than one thing right now it really sucks <laughs> why can't i find it on here best bfe moment my best bfe moment was megan hiding army men all over the studio Oh yeah, I did that. There you go. That one was here. funny. They're still, they're there still is still around. Yeah. yeah, there's still one in your bathroom. <laughs> I'm up next. Uh, honorable mention to Liam discovering the the Z- Zapruder films are real thing. <laughs> but I went for my fantasy football rant when I finally got knocked out, when I lost and got knocked out and just went on a bit of a tirade. So that was my vote. Uh, Max. Um, I wasn't really sure what I was voting for, but I just enjoyed the Christmas episode where we had lots of food and I got a tamagotchi. Yeah, that that made me smile. That's fine, Liam. I went for a Meg's moment. (laughs) Oh no, I've got two now. Yeah, Betty Betty and June. In June, (laughs) where she hijacked the podcast. (laughs) It was supposed to be an hour and a half, two hour long, and I went on for four. Yes, it did. (laughs) And she kept going back and forth, back and forth. To the end. I have limited the amount of clips I've harvested from that. (laughs) I was like, Megan, I have not put the worst stuff there. (laughs) When I'm pulling you back on track, you know things are bad. (laughs) Ethan. Ethan. I wrote Benny and June brackets an audio car crash. That was so fun to listen <laughs> oh, to. Oh, there we are. And the Patreon? 
Um, I've already got four on here, so I'll read them out quickly. Uh, James said, Ian about his fantasy team collapse. Uh, Nate the Great said, Georgia slamming John Wick. Hermes said, Ian not understanding how two people can see the same film and get completely different experiences, dash Hail Caesar. Um, <laughs> and then Reverend Bruce said, Ian endlessly complaining about his fantasy football team as if the rest of us didn't have the same complaints. We all had our best players injured this year, it seems. So uh, you win. Well, hang on, hang that's on. two there, but we also had two for... Oh, two. So we're 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Uh, yeah. two, two split. And Hermes voted in one of them. But then they only have half of... No, because it's only, it wasn't, it's only half of it split evenly. It wasn't split evenly. Uh, we didn't have a clear winner. Okay. Back to my thing, the Patreon vote. Whatever gets the most votes counts as a full vote. Yeah. Or else what's the point of giving them any... Uh, so we need to do a, a poll on that one, I think. So are we polling this one, yeah? I think, because... Um, are you polling? <laughs> Wait, what, what are the options left? The options left Megan are... on Benny and June and you and your fantasy film. No, Hermes can vote on this live and in person. Hermes. Down to you, Hermes. Uh, definitely going to have to go with Benny and June because I was actually enjoying laughing out loud <laughs> Meg's uh, heavy pours on her gin. <laughs> Very I heavy pours. Because it was Easter holidays. I've yeah. been around my mum's and had wine around there. And then you I had came about over three bowls. A, a woman in her 50s <laughs> blaming her mother for getting her drunk. I'll I'll tell tell you. No judgments here, Max. No judgments here. It was very funny. Oh, that heavy. I forgot which mermaid I I was in the in the show. And I assumed I was the oldest one because there's a reference in the script to one of them being the oldest one. And I just assumed that was me. Um, and actually, it turns out I'm not the oldest one. I am. <laughs> I'm not the oldest. Megan's not the oldest. How far away are the audience sitting? <laughs> Don't be mean to Megs. Hey, I win the Hashtag Benny be and Jude award somehow. Thank you, Hermes. Also, Megan just completely ignored the fact you called her 50. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the Megs moment on Benny and Jude. Make, make it a piece with it, I guess. Our best BFE argument. So I believe a previous winner. Well, actually, I think I'll let Ethan go ahead and bring this one up from last year. Yeah, so our previous winner was uh, it's got to be the Dirty Dancing Who Is Responsible debacle. Oh, yeah, yeah Thanks yeah, yeah. to Ian and the Patreon. Uh, we also had me with Tom, Cru- yeah, Tom Cruise flying a jet gate. That was a uh, Liam with Georgia versus Rocky Four, and <laughs> Georgia with the T-Mug saga. Oh, which of the team mugs I argued one was could fit twice the size and of the like, other one. Absolutely not, and I was right. <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, I'm going to go for this one. I think I'm first up. It, it should be. I think, as far as I'm concerned, like this thing went for like three to four weeks. Should Carrie have known about periods before she hit high school? Because that was a, that yes. was an argument that went on for weeks. I'm changing mine to that because <laughs> that got on my wick. That got on my John Wick, and I'm honestly. She would not have known. Still, to we're, we're, we're not we're here to relive the argument. <laughs> we're here to comment which argument was it. So, Megs. This wasn't on my list, this one, so I hadn't thought about this one. I did put it in the group chat. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, sorry, I must have missed That's that. Right. Liam. Yeah, I'm going with a carry instant, because she should know. What was your <laughs> other one, out of interest? I'll borrow your other one. Um... Oh. Well, the everything everywhere all at once, um, everyone was loving it, but I, I struggled with it. So, okay, but yeah, yeah but I mean, the carry one is more because that really did rile me. Uh, Ethan, I put Ethan does defamation on James Corden. Yeah, you're not wrong. No, oh, oh, I was stupid. That is a I good one. A little, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> 
was like, no, what's your source? <laughs> I, want, I want you to show me the I actual article. What is your source? <laughs> I love that my, the, I, I looked and I was like, wait, no, oh no, shit. Opinion piece. Why? Yeah. Uh, Georgia. Um, I also didn't have one because I couldn't think of one, but I will defend the other side of the carry argument. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, yeah. yeah. It was more about the argument than it was, yeah. it was just yeah, an yeah, ongoing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wicked. So, uh, still pa- friends. Patreon? Um, just one thing, and it is from Hermes. So, Hermes, feel free to elaborate on this a little bit. It's just a movie, Georgia, The Truman Show. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, I imagine you say it's because you get so triggered by it. I do. <laughs> I mean, there's to- no elaboration needed there. <laughs> that we had to change the name Truman from last week. Yeah, T Money. <laughs> T Money. That's yeah. not released yet. <laughs> As we record this, no. <laughs> okay, uh, next week. But um, hopefully, uh, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'll put this out. Yeah, this will go out probably Friday next week. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, let's go with Best Child Actor. Best Child Actor. Oh, uh, Ethan, what do we have? from last year so last year our best child actor if i can find it because i put it somewhere else whoopsie daisy give me a moment where did he go it's not on the kit on the patreon is it not google form no oh i don't remember that one either well maybe this one's little guy go I don't think we did one last year. Yes, we I did, because this one. thing was... Maybe no one qualified last year, but we did it one year, because that's why it's the Abigail Breslin Award, isn't it? Mm. I know yeah. we did it for Abigail... We didn't last year. I don't think we had, like, one kid, I think. All right. I think maybe that's because we, we had Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah. Because there's probably not enough. Probably not enough. Yeah. So let's take a look. Uh, sorry if we didn't get on the Patreon, guys. Um, best child actor. Megan, you're first up. Um, I'm just going by memory, so I might have got the wrong child, but... Um, in uh, School of Rock, I think it was the drummer who seemed quite good. I think was he Kevin Clark? I've written yep. that down. Yeah, I'm assuming I've got the the good one and not yep. the one not, that was. I know the shocking. name of the bad one, so you're yeah. okay there. Okay, so him, yeah, he was all right. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna annoy you because I thought he was quite charming in this film. Jake Lloyd played Anakin. Anything's going Yeah, I okay. thought he, was, he did. He did exactly what he was supposed to do, and you know, you got to see the polar opposites, haven't you? You got to see the 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 child coming up, who's quite enthusiastic, you know, brilliant at everything, and then to turn to the dark side, become Vader later on. You know, I think he did a fantastic job. Spoilers, Jason. Um, <laughs> Ethan, I put the kid in Sleepless in Seattle because the oh. chemistry and like relation. No, the relationship that he has with Tom Hanks in it is good, and he didn't get fired, so no, that he means he's good. No, he didn't. <laughs> Special shout out to my ballot for next week. <laughs> hey, me too. And mine. Uh, Give away, <laughs> Georgia. I went with Fancy Pants, School of Rock. Fancy Pants. Yeah, the boy who does. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I know. Uh, costumes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my vote's going to go to. Uh, I'll do my short list here. Um, the kid from Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, he was. Good. I thought he was really good. Yeah, 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 he was. The little boy from Life is Beautiful. I thought he was really good. Didn't see that. He was on my short list. My vote goes to. Uh, I don't know why you thought I had a problem with it because this is pop racing. My vote went to Jake oh, Lloyd. Oh, good. The problem with Jake Lloyd in or Anakin Skywalker and the Phantom Menace is not because of the acting. The kid's fine. Yeah, he the is. problem is the direction. Yeah, he's no, he's fine. Now, then I had this really strong viewpoint of going, yeah, Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd's good. And then I, I saw uh, Jingle All the Way, and Jake Lloyd's terrible in that. <laughs> but Jake Lloyd's good in Phantom Menace. He he's just not given, oh, he's just set up in the worst way with some terrible dialogue. Yeah, he does, yeah. 
So uh, no, my vote goes to spinning. My vote goes to Jake Lloyd. So oh, wow. yeah, I remember I said out loud like I'm really surprised how much I don't hate Jake Lloyd in this. He's really good. <laughs> Just the problems are clearly that of direction, not of acting. Yeah, true. Hermes, in lieu of it being on the Google form, do you have one off the top of your head? Best child. I'll agree with uh, four versus Ferrari. I, definitely, that's a good shout. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Guy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I thought you said Jake Lloyd for a minute. I was like, I don't see that coming. <laughs> but Jake Lloyd, there we go. Here's he might not be an actor anymore, racing. but this is fun racing. <laughs> Yippee! Was it? We, 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 we have some sound of Jake Lloyd winning this award. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> we'll get Jar Jar to present it. <laughs> we we said giving you this award. Uh, let's go to Steel Magnolia's award, which is what we call the best representation of women. Uh, Ethan, what do we got last year? So last year's one was The Hate You Give with a vote from myself and Georgia. Uh, Liam chose three billboards outside Ebbing, oh, Missouri, yeah. and good Ian choice. chose Pan's Labyrinth, and there was a tie also between Panzo and three billboards on Patreon. Okay. Uh, let's go with... I've got this one. Liam, you're first up. Uh, <laughs> some reason. So I'm not, I'm not con- just a rotation, folks. I'm not consciously saying, Liam, speed before we... <laughs> you first. <laughs> No, no, Megs, Megs, and Georgia, shut up. Liam's speaking now. Yeah, because it's all about girl power. That's right. Yeah. Spice World. I thought the Spice Girls gave out positive messages to young girls and young kids of of its time. And that's all about just having fun, uh, bright colours, doing different things, going on speedboats and all traveling across london on a bus you know changing out these are important life values no it's just all about having fun isn't it and promoting girl power and promoting women so yeah spice girls spice world ethan i chose everything everywhere all at once the three sort of most integral parts of the film maybe four if you also include um oh god i forgot her name from halloween um if you Jamie include, the Jamie, yeah. thank you um the you've got four very integral important women all doing different things in different hierarchies and the point like even to the point that the most important person in the entire multiverse is is a is a woman who was then you know upset because of how a woman acted because of how a woman acted and how all these different familial ties go into each other of motherhood and daughterhood oh i loved it i thought it was wonderfully done Georgia. I went with uh, Le Mans 66 because I think Molly Miles is an absolutely brilliant representation of a real woman in a film. I think she's very, very well done. Yeah, I hear you. It's just hard when it's... Sorry, I mean, you're obviously allowed to have your own vote. It's just hard when she's... It's clearly a film about those two guys. It is, but yeah. I think that's why... She's great, though. She's that's, great. That's why it's so good. Yep. It's because it's a film that could very easily have not had her in it. Agreed. Or not had her be such a good character no, agreed yeah. and she is she's this big she presence is. in a film that is a very male heavy orientated thing uh my vote's going to i love it when hermes brings me a film that makes me think and that's what happened with this one i went with doubt uh i know a lot of you weren't here for doubt but Ooh, doubt that's a good choice that was my short list amy adams meryl streep viola davis and it's three women who basically carry this this plot everything that happens to philip seymour hoffman's kind of off screen but these three women in their conversations and they have different opinions and um they don't always line up but it's still how they're remedying their differences and ideologies that carry the narrative forward and so uh, I thought, it, it, and then add into it the idea of the of, of the Catholic Church and 
uh, powers, structures that are often misogynistic. And then what do you do when you're naturally disempowered as the women would be in these structures? I thought it was a really interesting um, narrative and representation of women and then taking the art form of film and demonstrating that. I thought it was really, really good. So that is... Sorry, I missed it. Viola Davis, a mother going, I, as long as it makes him happy, I'm not like... I will look the other way. Oh. And then subtext about, Amazing. you know, you Meryl Streep, who we don't think has any children. Mm. Not literal, right? And telling Viola Davis, what kind of mother are you? It's, there's a whole list of, like, stuff. Because what does it mean to be? It's so unique. Is, is being maternal, you know, um, synonymous with being female? Well, well, no. But back then, yeah. And then you got cultural. Oh, it's just... It's such a sophisticated piece. So, yeah, um, it was obviously a play first, so that's part of the reason. I just, I just love films that were plays first, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should watch it. Sorry, I missed you, it. You'd watch, you should watch it. You'd, you'd like it, I think. Hmm. Um, Meg? Um, I also <laughs> went with Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's literally my other pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so many layers to it, and the, obviously the mother and the daughter being so integral to everything that was going on, basically. So, yeah, that one got my vote. And then Patreon. Uh, the Patreon went with everything, everywhere, all at once. Well, there we go. Is that what Hermes was? What? No, Hermes went out. Yeah, Hermes, hundred percent, buddy. I don't, I don't blame Hermes at all. So who won that then? Everything, everywhere, everything all at everywhere, once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Because by my count, I think Ethan, Megs, and the Patreon all voted that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, it was on my short list. I can't be mad at that. No, one. it's literally. I've got two of them. I put, I put my winner in bold, but beside it, I've got. E-E-A-A-O. I've got everything over all at once. There we go. Um, so this is the point where we turn those into giant hypocrites. We're talking about the positive representation of women. We go, who is the prettiest? <laughs> <laughs> the Rachel McAdams Award, uh, previously called the Nicole Kidman Award. I think you can pretty much uh, assume where last year's vote went. But uh, Ethan, why don't you tell us? Yes. So it was won uh, by Georgia, who chose Rachel McAdams, uh, as did Ian. Uh, the patron didn't choose... I chose uh, Daisy Ridley uh, in Murder in the Orient Express, and Liam chose Elizabeth Hurley in Austin Powers. Good choice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley. Um, I, I remember I famously chose Rachel McAdams for a second straight year, and was totally surprised I'd picked her here before, when clearly I had time. Uh, first one up is Ethan. Oh God! Give me a second. I'm still. I still haven't. This is the only one I had a problem with. I couldn't think of anyone. All right, you're throwing my roster off. Uh, Georgia. <laughs> Apologies. I went with Kate Hudson. Some my shortlist. My shortlist is long. Yeah, mine. Um, for both her, her in both. Um, both Glass Hell Onion and How Does a Guy Intend This? And Glass yeah, Onion. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good job. Uh, Ethan, do you have a pick yet? I did, because I remembered uh, Manel Monet was in Glass Onion. Okay. Is she the lead up with, alongside uh, Daniel Craig? Yeah, she, okay. she's the, the, I almost the twin. Pick, I almost yep. picked her, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my pick? Uh, my shortlist is long. But in the end of the day, I went for someone who also appeared in more than one film for us this year. But probably more so for um, that look in that movie. I'm going for Gwyneth Paltrow. Probably in equal measure, I guess, for sliding doors, but definitely for Shakespeare in Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Good show. Yeah. Meg's is thinking about it. I'm like, sorry, Meg's. Uh, <laughs> what was your pick? I went to Meg. 
I've got Meg Just because she looks so cute and I love her hairstyle and you've got male. I really want You've got male's the best of the three. Yeah. It's the best of the three. It is the best of the three. Liam. Okay, I nailed it down to two in the end. Uh, my list was long, but I, <laughs> I've i just swapped, actually, because I wrote down Beverly D'Angelo. Mm, yeah. In her day. And I swapped it for Kate Beckinsale because I just love that woman. Serendipity. Serendipity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Hermes, yeah. She's a, uh, <laughs> she's a good kind of enigma. She is, isn't film. she? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's everyone. We have no conclusion. Georgia, what did the Patreon give us? Uh, the Patreon voted for Cameron Diaz. I knew you'd love that one. Honestly, uh, ready for this? For that. My short list, Hudson, Ram- Ramona Flowers. Yeah. From Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Oh, okay. She's a pretty girl. She just can't act for toffee. Yeah, she's a pretty girl. She's, she's gorgeous in there. That's something about Mary. Yeah. Gorgeous in that movie. Yeah. Gorgeous in Mask as well. <sighs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it with her. It's good. Um, so, so the question then becomes, George, do any of our picks have singular votes in the Patreon vote? Um, can you just list them to me, please? Can we go around the table one more time and quickly say who our picks were? George, start with you. Who did you oh, vote for? Sorry. Um, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Ethan. Janelle Monet. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Meg Ryan. Kate Beckinsale. No. All right. So Hermes, first off, who'd you vote for out of curiosity? I did um, uh, from from Ford versus Ferrari. The gosh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, out of the five we have in front of us, though, I'm going to have to go with Kate Beckinsale. She was on my short list for sure. She's always been one of my crushes, right there. With uh, yeah, yeah. Kate Beckinsale, nice one. Yeah, didn't make my short list. Shoe Hermes tiebreakers. Um, this is what Patreon gets, man. Exactly. You should have this power. Yeah. The power. Anybody out there listening? <laughs> or any, the Patreon. Of the pa- any of the Patreon members who just log in. <laughs> uh, let's go next. Um, well, it's called the Chris Hemsworth Award. I'm sure you can imagine yeah. why. But, uh, Ethan, tell us why it's that. So uh, it's called that because, again, Georgia and oh and Ian voted for Chris Hemsworth in Thor Ragnarok. Liam voted for James Dean in Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. I chose Michael B. Jordan from Black Panther, and Patreon chose Brad Pitt. I don't know which one. That's right. I'm gonna say Snatch. Which Brad Pitt or which movie? <laughs> which Brad Pitt? Yeah, um, I think Glorious Bastards. This of course oh, is true. True. This of course is for most attractive uh, male. Yeah. We saw on the screens this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia, um, you're starting us off. I went, I've obviously got a thing for Chris's because I went Chris Pratt, my favourite fried rodent. Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. Um, I went for someone who seems like they were in a whole bunch of movies for us this year. And in, in hindsight, looks amazing in all of them in different ways. You know how like you have that one look that you always show up in? Yeah. Tom Cruise kind of mm-hmm. does that. Yeah. Or you have this person who was amazing when he was a construction worker or whether he was a driller slash astronaut or whether he was athletic. returning <laughs> with, the, with the Chamberlain's men back to the playhouse. What is the role and how about I went for Ben Affleck's a good looking man. He is a good looking man. So my vote went for Ben Affleck in all the movies. Oh. Yeah. Max. I just went for the best hair, which was Tom Cruise and Last Samurai. <laughs> samurai. <laughs> so I can't say Samurai. It's not Sam Hugh, it's Samur. Samurai. Samurai. There you go, done. Samurai. Tom Cruise is brilliant in that movie. Samurai. Brilliant. 
We're Samurai. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Liam. Um, I went for an older guy. Um, I went for Harrison Ford. You like these classic looks. His cla- yeah, yeah. He, he holds his age well, doesn't he? You know, I think... Okay, as Dr. Kimball, he doesn't look that great, but... <laughs> Is that what you went for? It was Fugitive, was no, it? No, 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 I went Fugitive for Fugitive Kimball. I went for... I, I just think the guy ages really, really well. And, I mean, the guy's in his 80s now, isn't he? I mean... Yeah, but you're voting for him, I'm assuming, for Raiders of the Lost Army. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, was he 75 when he did that? That's <laughs> <laughs> old as Megs, so... Oh. Oh. Don't be oh, mean to Meg. You can't scoff at that. You don't, don't get to scoff to at Megs. age jokes towards Megan. I don't think I go seventy-five. Elder abuse is very bad. Fifties. Hang on. I will say the difference between fifties and seventies, <laughs> if you don't mind. That being said, I'll do a quick shout here. He's in, in an Apple TV uh, show that's been done by Bill Lawrence, who wrote Scrubs, and by Jason Siegel, who wrote uh, well from Ooh. The Muppets and How Much Your Mother. It's yeah, called yeah. Uh, Shrinking. It's it's fantastic. Oh, it's also written by um, bloody what's his face from Ted Lasso. Uh, he's there. Yeah, yeah. He's every, Brett, Roy Kent. Brett, yeah, Brett Goldstein. Yeah, Roy Kent. Yeah. yeah. So I was watching some of it at home. Um, just was up, jet lagged. Thought, oh, I'll watch some of this. Oh, brilliant! Love it. I'm gonna keep watching it. Mm. Not, I'm literally not canceling Apple TV just so I can get through this. Oh, there we are. So there we are. Uh, there's our five. Uh, oh, the, I did choose mine. Oh, Ethan, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I also went with Liam. I chose Harrison Ford. Wow! That shirtless scene. He's a very, very pretty man. He's a very handsome man, actually. He's not pretty. He's handsome. When you went shirtless scene, I think it's more than just than just being pretty. I honestly didn't think he'd get the vote. Yeah. I thought, you know, I was putting it out there. Well, and- the Patreon might still throw a scupper or a spanner in the works. What do we got, Georgia? Uh, they are not going to because oh, okay. it was a tie between Keanu Reeves and Harrison Ford. Oh, oh wow. Oh, see? Good. Although I appreciate Hermes's vote because that's almost where I went. It was Daniel Craig, Glass Onion. Yeah, I he's, agree. Oh, he's, he's looking still, old. He, but yeah. he's still looking he's good. Short uh, but he's a dapper looking old. He is, yeah. I'll say this about Harrison Ford. He belongs in a museum. <laughs> oh, Agreed. I'm watching Dial of Destiny tomorrow. <laughs> I'm excited to try it out. <laughs> it gave me like, I need to get a fun way to get this in now. Uh, best plot twist. Best plot twist. Uh, we're going to try and not necessarily give away what the twist was while well, naming the movie it's in. So oh. just name the film? Yeah. Cool. Um, let's go ahead with this. Previous award winners include The Usual Suspects, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, but what was it last year, Ethan? It was a general uh, a consensus of The <laughs> Prestige. Oh, how could it not be? Could yeah, be yeah. any moment of The Prestige. It's the prestige. Yeah. Well, there's the one big thing, isn't there? Yeah. Um, you know all right. First one up is I hope he's. Uh, why do I have it back like this? Uh, because I. What have I done here? What has he done? Oh, did Who did that one first? Was that Georgia? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was. So let's just fix this. Let's start with. Sorry about that. I do a little bit of stuff on the no, fly. Yeah, you're right. That's good. Uh, let's start with. Oh, it's Ian. Okay. <laughs> We're going around the table, I guess. So yeah. it would be. Yeah. My best plot twist would be. Uh, oh, short list. Uh, up in the air. Mm-hmm. With the door open. That, that was a big thing. Uh, and then there was one which would have been good if you hadn't included three words on the credits and Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. it's not for oh, that. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Because he's done hanging around. Well. Yeah, but you, but you <laughs> literally tell everybody, don't forget about this guy. Yeah, because he's, he's in coming. the cast. He's, he's coming. coming. 
So my vote instead, I mean, it was probably going to be hard to beat this anyway. No Country for All Men. Start of Act 3. Wow, yeah. The Shift. That's all I'll say. Yeah. But that was my pick. So there we go. Uh, Megs? I find this one quite tricky, but I went for Shakespeare in Love in the end, just because it kind of defies your expectations about where the romance is going by the end, without giving away too many... Okay. Can we give away spoilers here? We've already talked about the films. I think with Shakespeare and Love, you're probably safe. The, the idea being that someone avoided it because they hadn't yeah. heard the actual... You kind of assume they're going to end up together sort of thing, but then they don't, and it's more about in the inspiration towards his future writing and that moment in time for them. Okay. Liam? I went for Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, when you see that bit happen and you think, oh my God, that's a key character there. And then I'm trying to give spoilers away as hard. Yep. Um, there's a key character there. Oh my God, what happened? And then you have it rerun back to you and you see, you know, him attend and see how things play out and stuff like that. So James de Guzman brought us uh, that movie. Yeah, Glass Onion. Uh, Ethan. I also went for Glass Onion, probably not for the same reason as Liam, but I appreciated the way, like, three separate things that I thought would happen were completely different. And then on a rewatch, like going oh of of course it's in plain sight it i think it that's is. really really clever clever yeah wow georgia i went with no country for old men oh okay Ooh. feel better now <laughs> <laughs> i was literally to get up and be like fighting words time how is it not the most clever bless you i felt plot that. <laughs> narrative whatever you want to call it twist like the history of film oh it's up there uh is there anything you want to add to that other than sneezing, no, thank okay. you. Uh, what about the Patreon? Uh, the Patreon also went for No Country for Old. Hey, there we have it then. Hermes said, Brother Beneath the Floor, Hateful Eight. Oh, there we are. <laughs> exactly, if I hadn't given it away in the credits. If you hadn't given it away in the credits, yeah, yeah. it would have been really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't it was annoyed. still a shock to know that he was coming up. <laughs> oh, but how much coming up? <laughs> how much greater would it have been, though, if they hadn't. Like, okay, let's just. If, if, if they seven this instead. Yeah. And they don't tell you space is in the movie. Yeah. Right? And they yep. hide it from you. Yep. Now do that with Tatum. They did the same. Yeah. I, like, it would be amazing. amazing. Because I knew I to think, expect him. Yeah. They did the same with Johnny Depp, didn't they? They didn't tell him in. Like, tw- it was still a really good twist. It was just like, how much greater would this have been? I know. <sighs> the average moviegoer audience is is not that. They're, they're, not, they're not a movie podcast. They're not. I don't know. I don't know that they're putting two and two together. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. And I was that movie goer. I I agree because what have I said many times on this podcast? I look at films differently to how I did when I watched them beforehand. When you're critiquing them, it's hard to. I mean, maybe just pick up on small details more when you're doing something like this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, Let's take a look now at uh, episode of the year. Episode of the year. Now, again, this wasn't for. That's sort of the film you liked the most. It was the episode that might have been the most fun to do or the most rewarding or the most whatever. So let's start with Megan. Um, I quite liked um, There Will Be Blood because I enjoyed the conversations. They were quite in-depth. And we had Milkshake. We did have Milkshake. I forgot so, about that. That was good. Good conversation. And Milkshake. And Milkshake. You milkshake. drank my Milkshake. You drank your Milkshake. You drank it up. <laughs> You didn't grab a really long straw, straw and drink my my glass of it though at the same time, which is what. No, we didn't. Up. We'll have to try that another time. There we go. There you go, Liam. I'm going to go for because I really enjoyed the episode, no matter how long it went on for, and Hermes was not involved. <laughs> Benny, Benny, and the Megs. It was brilliant. Benny and June. 
It that was, that drunken debauchery. I it was it. it was a car crash, wine, and, then, and, and there was me and you happen. trying to steer this car crash. And <laughs> at one point, you just threw everything up in the air and went, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> People could not see that, but I saw that. It was brilliant. You were like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> Betty and June with, with Megs. <laughs> You can't even talk to her parents about it. So her parents have got her liquored up. It's <laughs> <laughs> your fault. Totally, it's my mum's fault. Blame her. It was brilliant. Uh, Ethan. I chose No Country for Old Men. 200 episodes. That's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> I can't believe we got there. It's so cool. And it's No Country for Old Men. And you were on at least 16 of those. <laughs> <laughs> you give me too much credit. It was probably cool. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Uh, George... Um, I went for Saving Private Ryan because it was the birthday episode and we had donuts. It was the birthday episode. And it was it was the 100,000 celebration at the same time, was it? Yeah, it was 100,000. It was both of our birthdays. And we had donuts. Men and donuts. It was a fun episode. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. And the juxtaposition between that and the episode just really makes me giggle. Yeah. Um, my vote went for the car crash that was Benny and June. <laughs> <laughs> same. Just the debauchery me going, oh, like, I remember there was a whole conversation about sitting on beds and looking through windows. And <laughs> it was like, I remember at one point, um, I think it was you said to Megan, because I asked a question and then you went respectfully. It was, I saw the question he asked. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. went off for two minutes, but didn't answer the question. Didn't answer the question at all. I'm just practicing to be a politician, you know. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. So no, so I went for the environment around the the episode, the hundred thousand uh, slash birthday, totally valid. The uh, the what was it, Ethan? You chose the the the, the two hundred uh, episodes, two hundred episodes. Yeah, totally valid. Yeah, the birthday true, episode yeah. that was a you know uh, man by a mask was a really fun one as well. It was so uh, yeah, lots of good episodes. But I went for that one for just being a little bit like. A, <laughs> in the moment going i don't know where we're going and i remember you saying to me that's oh i'll be a short one that'll be fine yeah you know hermes is not on <laughs> yeah and then, and then megs came in with a tour de force I'll, I'll, I'll say this though my honorable mention went, went to doubt because i really it's another one of those like whiplashy Ooh, ones yeah. where i really appreciate those that that nuance and we kind of went you said i missed a good one that was a good one yeah, yeah. so um there we are so did benny and the megs win Benny and the Megs. Uh, and the Megs uh, Patreon, what do we got for that? Uh, the Patreon went with No Country for Old Men. Mm. So that's two votes mm. for mm-hmm. the debauchery and two votes for No Country. There is, yeah. So there we... we s- go ahead. Does it matter that there's a vote, an, an additional vote in here for one of those? No, what? because it already wins that vote, so we can't have it defeat itself. But we can have Hermes defeat itself. Okay, Hermes, down to you. I did love Benny and June... As hilarious as it was, it was great time. But as far as a good, solid, <laughs> amazing conversation of professionalism and movie <laughs> podcast magic, it's got to go with No Country for Old Men. That- and I'm not biased because I was on it. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's weird because you know, No Country is a lot more me invested as opposed to Benny and June, which is like the Meg show. <laughs> it's the Meg show. If it makes Episode sense. one, she was well behaved. Episode two, it's like who's, no, res- bars. who's responsible for this girl? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Dwayne Smith voted Benny and June. There you go, Dwayne. Hey, Thanks Dwayne a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne. Uh, let's take a look. Second opinion. Anybody have a second opinion? A movie they want to raise up in their rankings? I got nothing. I do, yeah. What do you have? No. Le Mans 66. Mm-hmm. I want to raise that to I'm a right 10. I'm right there with you. To a what? 
10. A 10? Yeah, I loved it. Wow, okay. I've, I've watched it again since. Oh, still gets me. Right. Uh, I might have to, cause I, unfortunately, the, the computer's being used to run the uh, yeah, yeah, to run yeah. the video thing, so I might take a look at where I have doubt. I think I have it as a nine. If I do have a nine, I want to go nine and a half. That's about it. Um, no. I can't no. really remember what all my votes were, so I don't really know. Yeah, okay. But- <laughs> uh, let's do best first watch. Best first watch. A movie, obviously, you've never seen before. Uh-huh. So um, this one gets a little bit dicey if we have ties because you can't really, uh, yeah, so we may have to go to a poll for that or call it a tie. I think that's what we did previously. But previously, things like Citizen Kane have won this because it's one of those great ones that you're like. It's good. Last year, Ethan, I think I remember what it was, but what was it? Uh, Last year was a tie between Whiplash and The Wrestler because I chose uh, The Wrestler, Ian chose Whiplash, and then the Patreon chose Whiplash and The Wrestler. (laughs) There we go. So we uh, uh, and then uh, Liam chose Singing in the Rain, and Georgia chose The Gentleman. See, that's my mistake. I thought Singing in the Rain won last year, but I was obviously oh, wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's go. I've got in my notes here, Liam, you're first up. Uh, my very first watch, I made no bones about this. I absolutely love this film, and that was Shakespeare in Love. Uh, I don't know how that missed me or why I didn't watch it, but that was brilliant. Shakespeare in Love, we all were really hard, except for Yeah, Ethan. yeah, yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, now, speaking of which, next is Ethan. Oh, he's froze. Oh, he's sorry, fro- my internet went. That's my apology. All right, next up is Ethan. Um, yeah. So, uh, I have a. I'm torn between a couple because I love Doubt and I love There Will Be Blood, but Saving Private Ryan destroyed me in a point that I kept thinking about it until the next time we recorded an episode. Um, uh, it was just. The way the way it begins, the way it ends, the way it's in the middle—it's just all all of it's so 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 good. It was agreed. I wouldn't argue with that one. <laughs> I, I just—it was a good movie. Georgia, I went with Carrie because I love it. Okay, um, Michael, I really wanted to give this to Carrie, but couldn't at the end. But I, I, it's on my short list. Yeah, because if not- it was if it was most surprising, if we had an award for most surprising, Carrie would get my vote because I did yeah. not see that coming. No. My best first one, though, went to There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there going. You really love this film. Well, I did, but as much as I, it didn't hit me like Whiplash, it didn't hit me like No Country, but you sit there and you go, this is clearly a, a you know, this is clearly a, a very skillfully made film. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, I guess I see what all the fuss is about. Yep. And so I went with that, and it was really close between that and Doubt in the end, but I went with There Will Be Blood. So. That was me. Uh, Megan. I'm also going with Saving Private Ryan because that was the first time I'd watched it. and That's my first watch too. As I said before, was right? I was yeah. watching it with my dad and who's been in the forces and yeah, <coughs> that was quite emotional to watch. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that twin. Brilliant. Uh, Georgia, where did the Patreon land on? Uh, the Patreon was a tie between No Country for Old Men and The Wedding Singer. Ooh. Yeah, because I imagine the thing with with like best first watches, if yeah, they've yeah. Saving Private Ryan, I've seen it before, so yeah. not available to me. Yeah. So did we end up having that was two for Saving Private Ryan? Is that right? Uh, um, yes. Well, if uh, yes. there's a thing, I might swap. Oh, I don't care. I mean, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I think we're okay. I think it's one. Okay. <laughs> uh, out of curiosity, yeah, what did what, what, did, what did Hermes have then? Hermes put True Romance. There we are. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, another first watch for me this year. I wasn't as strong with it as some people seem to have been, but that's. Okay. 
Um, let's go to uh, most improved. So a film you have seen before, but it kind of went up in your estimate. You went, oh, I remember. Oh, this is much better than actually it was the first time I saw it. Uh, previous winners have been Titanic, for instance, a film that maybe we all went, yeah, because we all sort of saw it and went, oh, Titanic. And then you leave it alone for a few years, come back to it and go, oh, actually, this is, this is an excellent film. It is. Uh, Ethan, what did we have last year? Speaking of a James Cameron film, Avatar won, because both myself and Liam went, it's not as terrible as I remember. <laughs> so Liam's but Liam still hated that film. I still hated so that I'm film. And then went and saw number two and complained that it was just like number one. <laughs> it was. Georgia didn't have one because she couldn't think of any that uh, we'd seen that year that she'd seen before. Ian went with The Wrestler. <laughs> Patron didn't choose one, so it was just a clean sweep for Avatar between myself and Liam. Doesn't really make a clean sweep, but, but a, 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 a clear winner. Still As it came movie. out of my mouth, I knew I was about to go. That's our uh-huh. second watch. No. Uh, let's go ahead, Ethan, you're first stop. So let's see what comes out of your mouth now. Uh, it's funny that you were like, I wasn't that hot on it because I chose Shakespeare in Love. I had to watch it so much at, uh, at, in high school that I was like, oh, I don't really like it that much because I associate it with, with like a shitty English class. But no, watching it, watching it this time, I was really happily like content with, with the entire time I had with it. There you go. Georgia. I went with Le Mans 66 because I saw it before and didn't really get it. And then I watched it this time and really enjoyed it. Yeah, we all went and saw the cinema together, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. It's a good time. It was a very good time. Pre, pre-podcast, if you It was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, my go. Um, I'll say my, my shortlist included Sleepless and uh, in Seattle, which I was surprised by how much I really liked that. Mm-hmm. And Hail Caesar. I was surprised how much I didn't hate it as much as the first time. Um, I love my avatar. Yeah, yeah, kind of one of those. <laughs> yeah. My vote goes to Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I think when I first saw it, it was this bit. Remember, it was Shakespeare in Love or Saving Private Ryan. It was kind of like one or like the, like the other. And I, for some reason, I think I was very bit of access. Maybe because I'm not old enough, and I don't know what that sacrifice means. Mm-hmm. And now I am, and so um, pockets hit me harder this time. And I now realize the genius of the greatest actor of our time, Matt Damon. And so, <laughs> as, as a result of that, no, same Ryan hit a hit on, on all the levels for me. And I was like, wow, I have not been holding this to a high enough regard. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to ask, I was like, yeah, what is Emperor Ryan? Kind of going, it's one of those films you have to do, and da 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 da. Loved it. So, that's me. Megs. Um, I've put um, Star Wars The Phantom Menace because I remember it being shocking. And when I remember rewatching it i actually quite enjoyed it it's not a bad film it's no. just not what people wanted it to be no, no. but yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it watching it back i was like oh i'm having fun with this so yeah that one got my vote yeah the problem is they went oh this isn't for this is for kids yeah just like yeah it's not the star wars you wanted but it doesn't mean it's not the star wars you need no it's the batman of the star wars is there you are uh next up would be i guess liam yeah, I remember not really liking this film uh, too much back in the day. Uh, much as I like period dramas, um, I struggled with it. Maybe it's the claustrophobia of the mask. I don't know. <laughs> but Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, really? Okay. But actually, Second Watch. It's a good little film. It's a good little film, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed it much more now than I did then. Maybe as a kid when I watched it, I just weren't too too into it. I didn't really know Leo that well, maybe. Um but yeah, that was the first real thing he does big after after Titanic. It's a it's a yeah. yeah yeah yeah, and to be with those people that in that movie is you know again heavyweights. Oh yeah, to to play against isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, man, the Iron Mask. Um. Then we've got. Uh, I think that's everybody. Is that right? So just the Patreon yeah. now, Georgia. 
Uh, there is no consensus in the Patreon. I have eight different... But we have a five-way tie, so do any of them back up any of our five? Can we go round again? I don't think... Rapid fire. Can you start with yours, George? Uh, Le Mans 66. Ethan. Uh, sorry. Uh, Chief Shakespeare in love. love. I'm saving Private Ryan. Phantom Menace. And I'm Manuel Musk. Yeah, there is no consensus at all. Hermes, you have the ability there. First off, what was Hermes' pick, out of curiosity? Hermes was enemy of the state. Oh, this becomes difficult if Hermes... What his first watches were this year. Yeah. Hermes are, I mean, I think my first watch was only um, True Romance. Maybe one other, uh, Shakespeare in Love, I think, was the other one. Um, so... You said you said Ford versus Ferrari. Mm. We said that's where I'm leaning towards. I said Saving Private Ryan, which you've already seen before. Which I, yeah, Phantom Menace, which this you've already seen before. Improved, yeah. Sorry, this is most improved. Most improved. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm fine. sorry. So yeah, it can be. Oh, but then it's improves a hard one because it means where was it for you originally? Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Supposed exactly. to just name Saving Private Ryan film was of the good. five. Uh, I mean, exactly. I mean, leave it. I we just leave us as a tie. Tie, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I just don't know whatever way which which honors the the improved element. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless there's one that Hermes goes, yes, I didn't like this, and yes, I agree. Upon watching it, I think this is much better now. If, if there's one where he honestly goes, that's the way I feel about this, then I'll yield to him and go ahead and say have the tie break. So Hermes, Ethan, 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 just remind me one more time. Uh, Shakespeare in Love. I can't. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, no, I got. Uh, yeah, a tie. A tie. Tied us. Yeah. Uh, we'll go with we're down to the big five. He's the big five now, and then we're done. Best supporting actor kind of does what it says in the tin. Yep. Previous winners include Alan Rickman, which I think was not the right choice that year. But what was it last year? Uh, last year, Georgia chose Alan Rickman again for Harry Potter, but the winner was Sam Rockwell for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Thanks for myself and Liam. Win. Liam's holding his fist and up like he is Sam Rockwell. Oh, that guy's genius. <laughs> and Hugh Grant for The Gentleman. Uh, Patreon shows Christoph Waltz for Inglorious Bastards. Oh, he's teaching that. I, I remember correctly, Ian had contention with that. Well, he's, not, he's, not, he's not a support in that, is he? He's a lead actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is he? Does he win the... No. Is he a lead in Django? He wins he's two Academy he's, Awards. He's he wins more... Best Supporting for, for Glorious Bastards. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you why I was upset going, why doesn't Walt win? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay, so the first one up on this one, Georgia, it's you. I went with, um, this is actor, yeah? Yeah. Jeremy Davies as Upham in um, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I thought he was very good. Good shot. My short list is seven actors deep. Yeah, and it was almost. So I'm gonna read them because I, I thought it was impossible between these guys. I had uh, Christian Bale mm-hmm. in Ford versus Ferrari. I had Ben Affleck yeah. probably in a multiple things. Yeah, I had Paul Dano in yes. um, There'll Be Blood. Yeah, I had Robin yeah. Williams in um, Same Not Same Right Around Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones in oh, No Country yeah. for Old Men, mm. as well as, as Fugitive. Well as yeah. Uh, Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men, Kurt Russell in Hateful Eight. Yeah. Like, that's my short list. Brilliant. Like, what a bumper crop of movies we saw this year. Yep. I went for the kid who had to go opposite Daniel Day-Lewis and hold his own in the end. Wow, yeah. I went for Paul Dano in one of the more um, sophisticated performances. And if you remember, he, I think if memory serves from the Context Corner, I think he did that on just a few weeks' notice. I think yeah, the original guy dropped out, didn't he? Yep, yep. So uh, yeah. my vote's going to Paul Dano, but any of those seven could be good in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But Paul Dano is my vote. 
Max? Um, I was finding it hard to remember all the supporting actors, but I've gone for Ken Watanabe from The Last Samurai because he was very wise. Alice. He's yeah, really LS. I wrote LS. I was like, who is LS? It was like Last Samurai. Yeah, he's good. Samurai. Last what? There Samurai. You go. There you go. Samurai. There you go. And you've been to Japan. I have. <laughs> but I didn't see any Samurais. Samurai. You don't, you, you, you don't have to like hold on to it for as long now. No. I'm just helping They went Samurai. 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 I went with one of those and I went with Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting because it was nice to see him do something where he's not doing a stand-up in some of his movies. It's nice to see that he's actually doing a straight acting role. And opposite um, Matt Damon, that wonderful scene, It's Not Your Fault, oh, just gets me. So, Robin Williams, Goodwill Hunt. Not your fault. Oh. Ethan. Two years ago, I chose Paul Dano for Little Miss Sunshine, and I lost. This year, I win, because I also chose Paul Dano for There Will Be Blood. Where He's so good. He was, he was up against uh, Ki Hu Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. He's great in that. And also, I was I had Robin Williams for Good Will Hunting, but, but Paul, Dan- oh, Paul Dano is so good. Yeah, Paul, Paul Dano is excellent. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got His sermons, I, I'm hanging on to every single word. Yeah, the sermon scenes, even the last scene when he's trying to negotiate with uh, Daniel, thinking that he's come back with mm. one last oil field mm. that can be drilled, and you hear him almost you know, raging against reality, going, no, there has to mm. be something there, please. And uh, the, 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 f- the final kind of what it's all been built to, I'm just trying to vamp so that George has a chance to get back in the room. I can hear oh, my voice is starting to go. Oh, I see. Yes, <laughs> you so, so I'm, try- I'm trying to do a little bit of it. Hopefully, she'll, she'll be not too long. Uh, for that, oh, here she—I I can hear her approaching. She next, she is next, and oh. then we we have to throw to her, and then we have to throw to the Patreon. So, uh, Georgia, we're just ready to hear what your character is for or your actor is for best supporting actor. Um, my it best support- Davis. Yeah, we. Oh, did sorry, mine. we didn't need the Patreon. Yeah. What you to give me, so I didn't probably yeah. have to uh, go that long. But there we are. Um, the Patreon went with Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, yeah, in No Country for mm-hmm. Old Men, yeah. but we. Did we, we had two votes for Paul Dano, so Paul Dano yeah, takes Dano the field. Uh, Hermes, where, where, where did you go with that? If I remember correctly, I think I did uh, Javier, but uh, off the top of my head, any any of them listed. I mean, Paul Dano was incredible. Oh, it, Christian it, Bale, incredible. It was a it was a hard short list. For it, sure. was a, it was. I was hard. sitting there going, I kept adding names because I was for every category, I was reading and go, look at me and go, yep, yep, no, yep. And most, usually it's nope, nope, nope. But I went, yeah, yeah. I'm typing. I'm going. Like I've got all these like scribbles of just yeah. like just like Megs did with just two two letters to try and distinguish them all. And after I'm like, I got like seven or eight names here. Hey, who <laughs> yeah. are this all might these have been people? One of our best years. It's good. Yeah. As far as acting quality, absolutely. George, yeah. your hands up. Hermes actually went Walton Goggins, the hateful eight. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. He was on my shortlist as well. He's a great. I mean, Brilliant. I, Kurt Russell or Walton Goggins. They're, they're both great. Yes. And mm. plot twist. You want to go sort of secondary plot twist? Like what happens to Kurt Russell in that film? I was like, what? Yeah. That's not what I saw going yeah. into this movie. No. All right. Uh, let's then do best supporting actress. Uh, previous years have given us winners such as Catherine Zeta Jones. But what did they come up with last year, Ethan? Uh, last year, we had Marissa Tomei <sighs> in The Wrestler with a vote from myself Good and Leah. Good call. I didn't uh, vote for her. Georgia wow. chose Kate Blanchett in Thor Ragnarok. 
and Ian, you chose Rebecca Hall in The Prestige and also The Town. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's a good pick, too. It's not as uh, as big and uh, shouty, necessarily, some of these parts, but she was good. She, yeah. um, let's go ahead and go. Where are we going with this one? And this one I start with. Uh, also, another another list of really high quality. Uh, I had five on my short list Tough, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to name who's going to motive. Because uh, I think we often bemoan there's not enough good quality parts for women in Hollywood, but actually, Anna Kendrick up in the air. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura I'm Linney sure in whatever Laura Linney was in this year. What was Laura Linney in this year? Oh, um. Do you want me to have a quick Google? I forget, but whatever she was in. Kelly McDonald in No Country for Old Men, refusing to call the uh, the, the, the coin toss. Um uh, I forget what her first name was, but her last name is Balfi. She's the female. Uh, she's the wife of Ken Miles. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. She's great. But my vote went for, we, we had a lot of conversation about believable crying on the pod this year. And there was a scene in Goodwill Hunting we talked about, but there was actually a second scene in Goodwill Hunting we talked about. And that's when Minnie Driver breaks down when Matt Damon says he doesn't love her. Mm. Oh, yeah. mm. Minnie Driver is fantastic in this film. She's brilliant. And I don't know why her career just ends. It just snowdived. Snowdived? <laughs> it just nosedived. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why it just ends. Laura Linney was in my least favorite film. Which is? Truman Shay. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And she's good in that. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, no, but my vote goes to Minnie Driver. I thought she was absolutely fantastic in that film. She was good, yeah. Max? Um, I'm going for, and I'm apologies if I say the surname Michelle wrong. Yeoh. No, not Michelle no? Yeoh. She's more main actress, isn't she? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, oh, the she girl is. who plays daughter, Stephanie Sue? Stephanie Sue. It is Sue. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought she was very cool. And she got some cool outfits. Everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good choice. Everything bagels. Uh, I went for this lady because she was phenomenal in this film and I think the film isn't as good or touches the heights of the film without her in it and that's Jennifer Jason Leigh in The Hateful Eight. I consider, no, no, you're not wrong. Yeah, she's really good. What's oh, on my shortlist? Shortlist. Brilliant. So, really good, really good. Yeah. Uh, Ethan? Uh, a lot of the people that have been said are on my shortlist. But the one that I kept coming back to, and I mentioned earlier because of like how it impacted me when we did uh, the the sort of the role of women award, um, is Viola Davis in uh, Doubt because I'm expecting this like I'm expecting a much different performance. I'm expecting this emotional, almost like upset, tearful breakdown, and she gives me absolutely the complete opposite. And it throws me for such a loop. And I'm like her, even her eyes, everything about Viola Davis in, well, like five, ten minutes. Right. Stunning. Uh, and then Georgia. I went with, I think, is it uh, Kate Triona? Balfe? Yep. Um, Le Mans 66. Yep. I can't uh, yeah. take it away from that. Excellent choice. Really Where'd the Patreon go? Uh, the Patreon went with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, The Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So is that a second vote for... Jennifer Jason Lee. Did Liam, is that who you... It is. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. There we go, yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee wins it. Don't worry about it, guys. I'm terrified we're actually going actually to hit the power supply for the, uh, for, oh, for, for the okay, road. okay, okay. It's better if that stays off than we... Uh, oh, okay. We kill the recording. So... <laughs> In future, it's just the black thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was pressing the black thing. Was you? It uh, might not be plugged in. Uh, for it might not be plugged reason. in because I might have moved some stuff around. Oh, okay, no worries. 
Uh, let's do best actor. Best actor. Previously, uh, Heath Ledger and Daniel Craig have been winners for this award. Uh, Ethan, where to go last year? Uh, it was to Christian Bale for the Prestige with a vote from Liam and a vote from the Patreon. Uh, I wow. went with Denzel Washington in Malcolm X. Ian went with Christopher Waltz in Django Unchained. And Georgia went with Jamie Foxx in Django Unchained. Just for the record, it's Christoph Waltz, not Christopher. Christoph. Uh, that was a little chase. <laughs> you know the best part? I wrote Christoph as well. Did I don't you? know where the er uh, came from. I think it's the second time we've had I let you have the first one for free. Um... <laughs> Where are we going this time? Megs, you're first up. Um, I've gone for Daniel Day-Lewis for There Will Be Blood, just because there was a really good range in that, and he had a lot of emotion to do in all the, the, the talking, and it was all very good. Was he in that, was he? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Liam? Okay, I'm not a big fan of this actor, but I picked him last year because he was so good, but I don't like him as a person, I don't think. Um, and I normally struggle with him, but Christian Bale, Le Mans 66, uh-huh. Ken, Ken Miles just uh blew me away in this good choice yep good choice uh i find myself really on side with him i felt so ripped off so angry the first time i saw that movie. yeah 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 yep. ethan daniel day lewis in there will be blood small part but he makes his own now uh, he's he's great every he he makes every scene did you just say oh, it was God. a small part i My did left foot I'm a funny guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't pick up you. Were, did anybody pick up he was being ironic? No. no I didn't okay. Actually. <laughs> just, just said. Um, I was about to mute Georgia because we can hear her, uh, her sweet cough sweets being opened up, but it's her turn to talk. So, Georgia. I went with um, the best actor, Matt Damon. The best actor. Yeah, I, was, I, I was, like I like the, the singular, <laughs> the singular, definite article. Even. The I not a best on, actor on your on nope. team Ian there for once. For once, I yeah, appreciate that. There you go. Um, mm. my, my my vote went. I'm ready for. I'm going to mute this before the audible scoff comes in. Um, my my vote went for the greatest actor of our time, Matt, Matt Damon in, in, in Good Will Hunting. I think the guy does an absolute masterclass. I could have easily gone with a vote for Matt Damon for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. He's fantastic in that as well. In the guy who has to play that middle ground and has to both be corporate and not corporate. And the guy who has to sort of play the, the Ford line, but then also back Ken Miles. But his performance as just a kid. In yeah. Goodwill Hunting is phenomenal and the most believable crier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I realized I could have voted for him for best actor and supporting this year because I I nearly went for him for Private Ryan. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I haven't got a problem with, with, with him. So well, that's... I was kind of going for him for Private Ryan, but I suppose he's been in enough of our films this year that he can be actor, can't he? Well, you can do best. You you can vote on best supporting actor for one film and best actor for another. No, I know, but my best actor was kind of for Private Ryan. But is he is he be, is he lead in that? I don't really remember. Ooh, interesting He's things happening here. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. No, he is the titular we, Private Ryan. You, but. He is the titular Private Ryan, but you don't meet him until about yeah. two hours into the film. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I've, I'll keep. I'll see, do it for the other one. Then anyway, it's fine. You'll do it for <laughs> for Goodwill. Okay, Matt okay. Damon. Uh, we, we have a 2-2 tie currently Where's the Patreon going? Yeah, The Patreon is Daniel Day-Lewis There will be blood There we go So there we go A good effort put forward But you can't argue with uh, 
with with the people. I do appreciate Hermes' vote because I do agree with it. It's very, very good, and that's why it traumatizes me so much. Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. Oh, is that where you went, Hermes? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I did. I did. Yeah, it is a good one, yeah. Oh. Again, going out of his different realm of... Do you think he's films. better in Truman Show than he is in uh, Sunshine? Pretty equal. I, it came out before, so maybe it's his first foray into it. Yeah. But I think I preferred um, Eternal Sunshine. As a film. As a film. Yeah, the performance, yeah. it's, 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 there's two, Truman shows that is the Jim Carrey show. Yeah. It's a lot more cartoony. This Sunshine's, human. it's also surreal. Well, they're both surreal. surreal. Jeez. Yeah. Um, whereas he was supposed he to, he has to act opposite other. someone in, in, in Sunshine, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And the fact they're supposed to play each other's characters. Or they're playing against the type of, yeah, yeah very much yeah. so. Yeah, so Dan Day Lewis, uh, I suppose him and his multiple Oscars can justify a bestie win this year. <laughs> Best actress, um, I'm going to try and withhold my disdain as I go through previous winners. Uh, Nicole Kidman a couple years ago, uh, La- uh, sorry, three years ago, two years ago, uh, Anna de Armas for um, whatever that knives out, knives out. at the yeah. expense of Fargo and Francis McDermott. It. Didn't see it. Can't be mad at me. But, but, we did agree last year we should rename it the Francis McDermott Award, so I've done that. And uh, who should win this year? Let's start with Liam. I think this year should go to Sissy Spacek. Spacek? Spacek for Carrie. Nah, I did a better job. Because, (laughs) because... um, (laughs) I was going to bring that up, actually. (laughs) uh, Because, again, you know, she she goes from this vulnerable character to this very powerful character, you know, and you see the turn of a... I think, I'm not a big fan of horror movies, but this is that borderline horror movie, not really a horror movie, more of a teen coming of age. That's a horror movie. Kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it's, like, the, it's the mo- I put it in the most correct category. It's, it's the horror. most correct one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not what we think of horror now. What you think of, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, so sissy spacek, spacek, spacek. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Ethan. Ian, I have doubts. I have so many doubts. Meryl Streep in doubt. She is. She is the powerhouse for that film. And that's going against, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. She is brilliant in that film. I need to watch this film. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So good. Georgia. I want uh, to watch it again. Uh, because I'm better than Stacey Spacek, I went with Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All At Once because <laughs> I think she does a brilliant job. We'll have to wait for the, for the musical version of that to come out for you to see if you do I'm better. Not, I don't think I can do that as a very, very white person. Okay. <laughs> also, I love the idea. This, how you do this on stage? Have you seen when they do like the Avengers? I think it's the Avengers yes. on stage yes. as like a, a special, like like a jokey kind of thing. Yeah, and, was... yeah, like they're all in their costumes, but it just looks like because yes. of course it does because you can't replicate some you things can't. on stage. No, 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 no. Um, but there we are. Um, my vote goes to yeah. I don't have any doubts, buddy, because I have no doubt that Meryl Streep should win this this year. Well, there we are. Uh, we looked up at the end of it, going, "Why does Meryl Streep win so many?" And we kind of talked, I think, a little bit, Hermes, if I'm remembering correctly. Is it un- is it, is it unfair? Or is her is her reputation justified? And then you watch this, and you went, "No, it feels pretty justified to me." Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the things she's able to do with in a role that requires restraint and actually very limited. 
um, drop into the veil and then just gives her a couple of just moments, and I mean moments, of true emotion to come through. She's able to express all that. It was fantastic. So um, Meryl Streep, Doubt is my vote. Megs. Well, I haven't seen Doubt, um, so I also went for Michelle Yeoh from uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. So we have a 2-2-1 split. Where's the Patreon gone? The Patreon goes Michelle Yeoh. Wow. Wow. I did not see that coming. Yeah, but I think a lot of people haven't seen Doubt. No, I agree. So you well, know, I can't, maybe, I can't, we can't force them to watch no, it. No, no, no. But I would probably agree with you on that, that's but I haven't seen it, so yeah. I can't. Meryl, um, Reverend Bruce went Meryl Streep. Hey, Rev Bruce, thank you very much. Where did Hermes go out of curiosity? Um, he's went Mini Driver, Goodwill Hunting. Ooh. Oh, okay, I wouldn't call her a lead. That's all, buddy. Yeah. I, I, she was the lead female, though. I don't know. I, I, maybe I mixed them to, the two of them up. But yeah, not, she was, yeah, I guess the, the rule of thumb is that not all movies need to have a lead actor or a lead actress. If, if you're the most important female actor, it doesn't make you, by, by, de- by default, a lead actress. So how big is the part yeah, yeah, yeah. is the question. So, for instance, there are those who could argue that because uh, i think liam did in his vote that christian bale was a lead actor in ford versus ferrari yeah, yeah. when actually in a lot of award shows he's nominated for best supporting actor for that role yeah, but, but if you want to tell me it's two male leads i'm totally on board with that absolutely maybe they didn't want to go against each other i think that's what it is let's yeah, not yeah, cannibalize yeah. the vote yeah yeah, yeah yeah so things of that nature yeah, yeah. uh mm, fair enough. leaves us with just one left to go which is best film i struggle with this Best film. Previous winners include, in a tiebreak, The Dark Knight, Little Miss Sunshine, and what did we have last year, Ethan? Last year, we had a win from you and myself for The Prestige. Uh, Patreon had a tie between Three Billboards and Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Liam went Inglorious. Uh, sorry, he went Three Billboards. <laughs> yes, George went Singing in the Rain. And I've got this starting with yourself, Ethan. So what do you think? Ooh. I really struggle because... The three films that I want to in- I want to include, I voted for the, the most. I love Doubt, I love There Will Be Blood, and I love Saving Private Ryan. There Will Be Blood is so good, and the performances are fantastic. And I think about it the most, and because of that, honorable mention to Doubt, but There Will Be Blood is a masterclass of, like, space, and it, it is, a, in a sense, it's like an epic because of just how much they use. It's fantastic. Georgia. I went with Goodwill Hunting because it's what I gave my highest mark to this year and I just think it's so wonderful. It's such a just little makes me happy, makes me sad and I think it's phenomenally done in all aspects. Oh, I'm torn. Mm. You're not the only one. (laughs) Um, okay, I'm torn between the one which I think has a chance of winning and the one which my initial impulse was to go because they're two very, they're two, I gave them both tens, but for very different reasons. I'm going to choose to go the more conventional road. So first I'm going to tell you why my vote's not No Country for Old Men, which I think is the <laughs> one that, which I think is the one that's going to win or, or that has a chance of winning. Okay. No Country for Old Men we, we did a whole episode on it, but uh, the way it manipulates the viewer and how skillful that is. And I said, that's dangerous. I can go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. You can turn on it if, you don't, if you're not careful. Yeah. But it's such a masterpiece of where they go. But it's kind of a film. It's a film student buff kind of film. And I went, is that as accessible versus the other one? And the mm-hmm. other one is, 
hey, if you're not a, a, a film buff, if you're not a film student, if you're not a film teacher, it's not your fault. <laughs> and I'm going, what is it about the story of being born on the wrong side of a tracks and going, people limit you based on where you're born or where you're from or what postcode you're in? And then add in, you know, unequal starting points due to the individual traumas and then take Robin Williams and have him do a role completely different to anything we've ever seen him do before. And then you add in some of the most believable crying done by the greatest actor of our time, Matt Damon. Mini Ryan. <laughs> Mini Driver, rather. <laughs> Mini Driver. Mini right. Ryan. <laughs> Mini funny. Ryan. And then you add a Mini Driver with a where did this come from performance. Yeah. And the warmth it leaves you with. I'm going to go with Goodwill Hunting. I'm going to go with, I'm going to choose, in choosing between nihilism and hope, I guess I'll choose hope. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Difficult. Megs. I haven't seen Goodwill Hunting, so um, I'm sure you have valid reasons for that one. Uh, I'm going to go for Saving Private Ryan, though, because... If you went Space World, my head was no, going to No, I was going Space World. <laughs> I gave that best soundtrack. I think that's the only one I gave it for. Because that had songs in it. Um, Saving Private Ryan, that got me quite emotionally. Um, it, I, I don't know how to explain, like, just thinking about what's happened and just the way it's shot and that opening sequence. And it, yeah, it just gets you. So that's that's my vote. And it also has the greatest actor of our time, Matt Damon, on it. Oh, Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon. <laughs> and Tom Hanks. To be fair, I just want to punch Matt Damon in the face in that movie. <sighs> I thought we haven't talked enough about Tom Hanks. He's icky. He's it's, icky. You know what? Like he didn't hit anybody shortlist for for no, best actor, which is remarkable. Flew under the radar this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a great performance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's a great That's performance. That's the caliber we've dealt with this year, though. True. I don't think he's that good. I'm trying to order my vote. When again, I'm not changing it. No, no. Yeah, no. But that, that, yeah, that's a strong year when Matt, when Tom Hanks didn't make the conversation. Yeah. And Lord no, knows we, Lord knows we gave him enough opportunities to <laughs> we prove did, himself. We did, Jeez, we did. Come on, Tom, buck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I struggled with this too because uh, I narrowed it down to three movies that I really didn't know what to go with. Um, Saving Private Ryan was the first viewing and, wow, blew me away. Uh, Le Mans 66, Ford vs. Ferrari. I've watched that a few times now, and it, it just gets better every time I watch it, and still I'm I'm more invested. And Goodwill Hunting, which has always been on my radar and always blown me away. Again, with um, Robin Williams going against type, um, and he does serious. When he does serious, and he doesn't have to do the comic stand-up routine during the movie... He pulls out some really good performances. Mm-hmm. And Goodwill Hunting is one of these films. You know, when you think that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck weren't really on the scale of they are now, and they wrote this for themselves as a vehicle, and Robin Williams went, yeah, I'll do that, of his calibre, mm-hmm. and of that time, going against type, can't be better than that, can it? So, Goodwill Hunting for me. But that's a very, wow. very, very, very hard choice. George, the patron. The Patreon was a split between There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men. Ah, see, I thought it would be the film buffy <laughs> kind of thing there, yeah. yeah. But the wind goes to Goodwill Hunting. Woo! Woo! I can't be mad. Like, they're all really good films. Where did Hermes go with his vote? I'm going to guess Blood? Uh, no, No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah, I should say that, yeah. Um, Reverend Bruce went Goodwill Hunting. Um, it's in Boston, of course he did. It's Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Good. Uh, yeah, so again, I think that speaks to the quality of the films that we saw in uh, on the pod here in 20, well, back then in 2023. Uh, and I guess with that, the march towards 2024 has already begun. What with Mrs. Doubtfire, what with Patch Adams, with the f- <laughs> Rob Williams, yep, playing two type, one could argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What with the Fifth Element again? That's that's not Rob Williams for oh, once. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and, and anything else that's that's coming on and up and abroad and all that sort of stuff. So uh, are you guys not? You guys aren't here for the Fifth Element. Not here for the Fifth Element. Are you oh. here for what happens? I'll have to tell you before we leave. Do you know what, doing next I time. am going to watch the fifth element in case there, sure. is a, there is a shout of me getting here to even five minutes. All right, deal. I love that film. So go ahead and check that out as well as what we got coming up on the pod. In two weeks' time, I'm hoping we're going to get together and we're going to record on the resties, the, the worst resties. of what we saw. So if this runtime is anything to go by, we don't need that many packages because it took us a while to get through these anyway. So we want to thank Hermes, most importantly, for showing up and hanging out with us for two and a half hours and lending his voice. Uh, And shy. Spoiler alert. And shy, of course, at the start. Spoiler alert. I I always find uh, Hermes' conversation to be rewarding. I appreciate his, his, his insight towards films. And, uh, you know, even the times when we did disagree, it's fun. (laughs) That's true. So thank you very much, Hermes, for coming and hanging out with us tonight. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. It's always a blessing, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Always. Uh, we want to thank uh, everybody who submitted a list. Georgia, do we have those names again by any chance? Uh, yeah, give me just two seconds. Um, she sounds like she's straining, folks. She's literally just sat in an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> I was panicking. It was Shy Burger Freund, James Kuzman, Nate the Great, Hermes, Cheesy, Dom, Stu, Reverend Bruce, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith. and Richard. Dwayne Smith. Yay. Yay, Hermes. Was, was, was that the list? Yeah. Okay, thank you very much, folks. And uh, if you didn't get a chance to get yours in, the resties. There's a ballot for you waiting on the Patreon, waiting in the Twitter chat, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to know how you can get involved and, and help decide the worst of 2023, it's not too late. You can get your uh, irons in the fire. Go ahead, patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. As little as three pounds a month gets you on the ballot. See? You can be, if you're like, oh, I would have voted for this, you can have that change. See? Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> so outside of that, that's about all I've really got. So uh, we've been Best Film Ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ethan. I'm Megan. Then I guess I'm Hermes today. You are. And I'm Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really queue up for that. Hey, and thanks, well done, thanks for hanging out with us today. And we'll catch you in 2024. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. Forgot my own catchphrase. You did. <laughs> <laughs>